Perspectives are important. If it's one thing you will have learned from us here at Unlocking the Code is we like to collect perspectives. And we like to collect them from as many places as we can to gain better understanding and have a more nuanced understanding of all situations. And it's with great pleasure that I introduce our newly appointed UTC American correspondent, Spencer Butterfield. This is an example of the positive side of social media. Spencer reached out through Instagram asking some questions about some of the stuff I was posting and we've talked for about a month you know, through messaging and he decided to come on and he took some time and, and came on and I'm really, really thankful for that. And, you know, to have a truly international guest and, and to have it be such an awesome wide-ranging conversation and kudos to him for being so vulnerable and open with his perspectives and and having a nuanced understanding of not only what's going on in his own country but from a global perspective you know we, it it gives me hope to to talk to guys like that and know that even though we're oceans away we are by and large sharing the same perspectives very 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 cool as this is our first american guest our first international guest and i thought we would go old school Jimi Hendrix all along the watchtower. Look forward to that one. It was actually a little while since I'd sat through and listened to all of it. And I was listening to like, yeah, this is the one. I don't have too much more, guys. Again, we have a Patreon page. If you want to throw you know a couple of bucks my way, that'd be really cool. Instagram, Facebook, uh, our email, unlockingthecode9 at gmail.com. Send me an email, guys. You know, let me know who you are. You know, do you like it? Do you hate it? Uh, you know, let's have a conversation. Really appreciate your time. Look after yourselves, be kind, be safe, be cool, and we'll talk soon. Cheers. There must be some kind of way out of here. Said a joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there Drink my wine Come and dig my earth None will level on the mine Nobody of it is worth
G'day everyone, uh, welcome back. We've got a uh, special guest with us tonight, a, our American correspondent, Spencer Butterfield, mate. However, this is actually pretty much the first time we've met face to face, isn't it, bud? How are you going? Yeah, sir, man. How's everyone? Yeah, yeah, we're good, mate. Thanks for coming on, man. I mean, and this is, uh, we were chatting before we hit the record button that this is a, a good example of how social media can actually be used in a positive way because you reached out to me on uh, Instagram, you'd sell the podcast, you'd had checked, it, checked out some of my stuff and we've been chatting on and off for a month or so now, you know, and we decided to, you know, in these crazy times, sit down and, and get to know each other over the mic, mate. So uh, where do you want to start? You want to ask me some questions, man, then we'll tell some stories, tell some lies, see where we end up. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> sounds good. Honestly, I was curious, uh, you know, I'm an American, so I'm curious about a little bit... Um, Everyone up here is, uh, they're, they're convinced that Australia has got some of the craziest animals in the world. Honestly, that's every, what everybody is convinced of. And um, after, talking with, after talking with you, I mean, you, you kind of had a little bit different uh, opinion on that. Um, well, yeah, look, we do. So we've got, I think it's top, top eight or something like that of the most dangerous snakes in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saltwater crocodiles, great white sharks, red-backed spiders. There's a lot um, of dangerous animals in Australia. There's a lot of dangerous animals. Yeah, look, and, and, it, and, it, and it even goes deeper than that, Spencer. So if you're in, in the bush, you know, or in the forest, you know, if you're in the bush, if you're looking for something to eat in Australia, if it looks tasty, so if it looks red and shiny and delicious, don't eat it, that'll kill you too. The opposite of what you <laughs> yeah, want. Exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? So it's not only the animals that'll get you down here, mate. Everything will. So <laughs> I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So like have you been the Great Barrier Reef? I mean, that's one of the biggest I mean, natural world wonder, right? I've flown over it, mate. I've flown over it. I haven't dived I haven't uh, it's a beautiful spot. Uh, i I haven't dived there. Have I have dived in many different places around Australia. I think I think our coastline is something like twenty seven thousand kilometers you know so that'd be oh. about fifteen thousand miles or something like that right. oh yeah a lot of right it. so yeah. you know and there, there's so many mind-bending beautiful places that that exist here uh I, ha I did do quite a lot of diving off the coast of victoria uh, i have done some diving off the coast of queensland as well uh up in the northern territory i didn't do any diving in western australia uh, however, yeah, there's a lot of reefs, but the Great Barrier Reef, yeah, that's obviously one of the one of the wonders of the world. Uh, I've flown over; it's very beautiful. But a thing about Australia, man, and I'm sure there'd be spots in America too, especially where you live in Richland. I was having a bit of a, you know, mess around around there. There's so many beautiful spots. Yeah, you know, I think Columbia yeah. Gorge over here is man. I, I, it's not listed as a world wonder, but man, it is. It's up there. It's thousands of feet in elevation change in a, in a river. Uh, one of the largest volume rivers you know in the world coming out uh it's it's really a, pr a pretty place over here and that's that's part of the finger lakes mate that's part of we're going to have a bit of a chat about that's where the water came through from the ice when the ice got melted oh yeah we, we won't start on that now we might have a chat about that in a little, in a little while um yeah i suppose so as far as animals go mate i mean I, I spent uh nearly 10 years in the northern territory uh and along the coast in and in arnhem land so we used to play, we, we, I wouldn't say play with saltwater crocodiles, but they were around. You knew where they were there, uh, you know. You know where they're at, obviously, you're kind of, if you don't, you're kind of a dummy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's, you've got to have local knowledge, right? There, there, was, no, a heap of, there was a heap of, uh, like, over the 10 years I was up there, I think, eight, like, all, all these, you know, backpackers, you know, people from America, Europe, that sort of stuff. 
and these tour operators were taking these backpackers swimming, obviously to get a bit busy, you know what I mean? And um, they would be eaten by freshwater crocodiles, right? There's like 10 of them over the course of the, you know, five to 10 over the course of the 10 years I lived up there. And that's because the, just because the tour operator didn't know. So you can go swimming up there. However, the, you just can't swim between, you know, say here and here, all right? Along right. the river, right. you can't swim right. between these two spots. Right. We've got, you know, because that's where the crocs are. Uh, right. Yeah. And these, these horny tour operators would take Swedish backpackers swimming and they get rolled by freshies. Yeah. You know, so no, it's honestly, I'm definitely afraid of the ocean. So are you actually, are you a certified diver or is that just something you've done? No, just something, just, just, just mess around. Yeah. I grew up, I grew up in, in the summertime in Victoria. We used to go to, you might've heard it's another famous beach in Australia, Bell's beach. That was actually in the, in the, um, what's the Karanu Reeves point break. Uh, they talk about, I've never yeah, seen it. It's an old school. Movie. I've heard the references of that movie, but I've never seen it, but yeah. Okay. So it's a beautiful beach. Yeah. That's where I grew up. Used to, we used to surf Hell here you. in the summertime. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a place yeah. called Torquay, but I mean, the thing again with Australia, man, there's so many amazing beaches, you know, but right. up, up in Arnhem land, uh, if you want to hear a crazy story, so me and my mates, when we were like 15, 16, we used to go to the wharf to go fishing. And we had this idea that we would catch a shark, right? So oh we, had, we had yeah, like right. proper, proper big, massive line, like 500 kilo line. We had a chain attached to it and a big hook. And we'd get like bad meat from the butcher and we'd put the meat on the hook. And we'd done this a dozen times, Spencer. <laughs> And nothing, nothing had happened. Nothing had happened, mate, right? right? And this one time, of course, we catch a fucking shark. Like, there's this four-foot tiger shark we've dragged up oh, yeah, onto the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. And, and we drive there. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck do we do now? We want to this shark on the thing, or what do we do now? Oh, no, I didn't get someone. Oh. Then, okay. then it tried to bite my mate's foot off. Um, so then it died obviously. And we're like, okay, now we've got a four foot shark. What do we do with this thing? So we dragged it to the shoreline. Now, when you're camping on the beach up there, because of the crocodiles, you've got to keep the fire burning all night. Right. So before you go to bed, you stack right, the right, fire right, right up. Yeah. yeah. And so we'd done that. And so sort of like, so sort of say, so where my hand is now, there's the shoreline. And we were sort of camped probably 200 meters off the beach, hundred yards off the beach. And with a big fire going and we dragged the shark to the shoreline and I woke up sometime in the middle of the night to, to go to the toilet and heard this sound, right? And I looked down at the, at the shoreline and there's two saltwater crocodiles have got our shark and they're tearing it apart. Like, no. like, like a hundred yards from us, man. There's no bullshit. That's, a good, that's fucking wild, bro. That's crazy. But the funny, yeah. the fun, the funniest part was, is like, we were sort of, so imagine there's like a fire there. We we're all sort of camped, uh, sleeping on the edge of the fire, but one of our mates was facing the, the ocean. And so I woke up this mate and this mate, and we left the bloke facing the ocean. We just left him there because we weren't going to go around there. And- <laughs> Look, no, he probably woke up. What the hell is that? It was probably right outside his fucking tent, huh? Yeah, well, it wasn't far, man. It wasn't far. Man. <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't wake up, and we 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 took up to the. No, we went in tents, man. We were just camping on the beach. 
We weren't in tents. We were just lying on really? the beach on the sand. Just yeah. the sleep, like sleeping bag? No, just laying on the beach. Yeah, yeah just, on a, just on a sleeping bag. Yeah. Little oh, yeah. matter. And, wow. and uh, <laughs> nice. we, went up, we went up to the wharf and he woke up. He's like, what are you guys doing up there? He's like, and we're like, man, there was two crocodiles like 50 meters from your head and we weren't waking you up. <laughs> but yeah, look, that's it. The thing about Australia, mate, and we, we're known, Australians, you probably know when, do you know that we're known for our dry sense of humour, mate? Sorry? You oh, no, honestly, mate? I don't know. You're, I was thinking about your big-ass spiders. And honestly, I like the dry sense of humour. I was, you know, the animals, your big-ass spiders, uh, what are they, funnel-web spiders or something? Huntsman's man. Huntsman's get pretty big, yeah. yeah Huntsman, the, Huntsman's will get the size of dinner plates. I feel like there's only like three, maybe four animals that were, I'm not a religious person, and I say this in humour, like you're saying dry humour a little bit, but there's only three or four creatures on earth that were made by the devil. <laughs> and, uh, seriously i mean that's like a that's well honestly it may be the human but uh, that's besides the point but no uh spiders bats uh centipedes and then uh snakes snakes yeah yeah i mean well, you snakes really at, yeah they, you look at look at their facial features and really all of those creatures man they're something of nightmares the thing is i think well you, you talk about uh snakes and crocodiles and stuff like that they're echoes from another time mate they're surviving dinosaurs pretty much uh just like in their the own thing human amnesia kind of a deal it's almost in our it's almost in our in our our genome and our code mm. and our ancestral code that, that we're afraid of these things because our ancestors our ancestors have constantly been afraid of these things and and maybe that's what that's that, why we that, associate associate them with the devil in my opinion i guess maybe well, there, there was studies done, I think it was in London, like in the city of London, where the kids were like terrified of wolves. And they were terrified of wolves because once upon a time, there was wolves at the door, mate, you know. But these guys, they're growing up in a, in a city environment. And that is, that is actual DNA. That's what you're talking about. That is, you know, because once upon a time, you used to have to worry about wolves. They would come exactly, and take you. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like where we have the history. It's almost like we have a memory that's in our subconscious from our previous ancestors, you know, especially the traumatic memory and that stuff kind of, you know, and honestly it helps keep us alive. Um, you know, that survival yeah. instinct. Absolutely. Yeah. It looks, and everyone has a problem with snakes. I think the thing with snakes. So the three main animals in Australia that you, that you really, you know, the great white shark, which I know you guys have got some of those off there, San Francisco. Oh, I, hate and stuff. The ocean. I hate the ocean. I hate those sharks, man. They're like as big as buses shark the saltwater crocodile and the king brown snake so those three animals they will attack you just because they feel like it just because you're near them or just because it's fun exactly right they, they're exactly. three animals that will just kill you just because they feel like it but i mean they, won't my, need, they don't need to eat, right yeah well, it's not necessarily well the thing about a croc mate so the thing about crocs uh is i'll tell you actually you want to hear another crocodile story I don't know uh, yeah. if I do. I'm not sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about crocs is they don't eat you fresh, mate. They, they, they actually rot. Yeah, they'll, they'll tuck you under some roots and leave you be for a while because they don't like uh, to eat you fresh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So this, this story, and it, there was a movie actually made out of this. It was an Australian movie made out of this. I can't remember the name of it right now. But this was in Darwin. And I knew a, a mate, a, sort of like a, a friend of a friend of a friend, I sort of, I knew this guy peripherally. I didn't, he wasn't like one of my mates, but he was like mates of mates of mates. And they used to go quad bike riding through the mangroves. Okay. So like big mud flats uh, okay. on their, on their quad bikes. Yep. 
and that's where the Crocs live, basically. Uh, and Crocs so respond. Like, was it like marshy, like a marshy land? Like are Crocs like water, right? The, yeah, well, it's the salt water. So it basically go, rises up, you know, it sort of rises with the tide. But mangroves are like, they're like trees that sort of live underwater sort of thing. Okay. Um, and they've got roots underwater and they come out of the water. Wow, yeah, uh, we and don't it, any of those over here. No. That's beautiful. That sounds yeah, beautiful. You might have, there might be something down in the Florida Keys area. It might be something yeah, similar. Yeah, right? well, the Everglades, the Everglades are similar. They hold the alligators and some, I don't know. I'm, honestly, I'm not sure if they hold crocs or alligators. I'm not sure, but I knew, no, they have alligators. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. alligators up there. Right, the so I, yeah. it must be similar, but um, yeah, go ahead. Continue your story. I'm sorry to interrupt. Alligators, alligators aren't as aggressive. Like, as I say, saltwater crocodile kill you just because it's, it just feels like it, right? Right. Um, so this guy used to ride his quad bike through the mud and what he used to do is he'd stop by the water's edge and splash water up onto his bike to clean it. Right. You talk about local knowledge as an Aussie saltwater crocs respond to splashing to stuff that's in distress. Well, yeah, it's like a seal that's all dead for a shark, you know, in distress. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So when he's splashing his bike, he's making the exact sound that will attract saltwater crocodiles. And we all told him, I actually, I met this bloke and we, I met him and told him that he was being an idiot for doing that. And anyway, next ride or ride after, he's splashing his bike, getting his mud off, doesn't listen to anyone. A salty come out, grabs him, bang, pulls him back into the water, right? He's gone. Because what a saltwater crocodile will do to your spencer is it'll grab you and it basically twists you. Put you in a death roll, yeah, and All basically, right, it'll basically break every bone in your body, like that, That's pretty much. Nice. Have you have you heard the uh, the crocodile story about the? I think it's the Japanese. They're retreating in the, uh, or maybe it was the Chinese. I'm not sure. It was in World War II, but essentially they all, there's hundreds of these Japanese soldiers. God, I'm trying to think of this properly. I don't want to mess it up. In Papua New uh, Guinea. It was in Papua New Guinea. Was it essentially, they, they, they retreated into a, an uh, alligator or a crocodile infested lands. And they essentially, I don't know if it's a myth or if it's fact, but uh, you know, I heard that they essentially ate up a hundred to 200 men. You know? It's, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Yep. Yep. So, That's so basically, yeah. So basically he's, he's gone. The Crocs house mustn't been too far away. Like they live underneath these mangroves. Oh, because, shit. because so there was three of these boys here. So three guys were there. So they, so two mates just watched their other mate get taken by a crocodile. While they're standing there, another guy comes. Uh, uh, the Croc comes back out of the water at them. They climb a tree. This crocodile then proceeds to sit underneath the tree because, as I said, they like to let you stew for a bit the crocodile sat underneath the tree for 36 hours until they were found. That's kind of a devilish creature. Yeah. Like, and it was just, <laughs> it, it, was, it was like, I don't need, I'm just waiting for you to come down. When you come down, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Especially because you pissed me off. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, I think one of the reasons you just don't stir these creatures up, Spencer. Everyone worries about them. And look, we right, do, right. Aussie, Aussies do right. enjoy taking the piss out of Americans and anyone who comes here uh, to say how dangerous I, everything course. is. Of course. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> However, if, if you just leave it. Oh, that was funny shit. That was funny shit. I'm sorry. That was good. I'm good. That was good. Go ahead. Sorry. You're right. And, and look, it, it, you just leave most things, you leave them alone, they leave you alone. 
That, that, that's yeah, the reality. Yeah. Yeah, got, we have, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You just got to be aware of them, mate. So what, so what have you got that we don't, so what's, have you got snakes around honestly, your area? Honestly, no, we don't. So we have a rattlesnake. That's a pretty deadly deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the rattle on the end. Yeah. You can hear it. So if you're dumb, uh, when I was young, I'm not really afraid of snakes. I was afraid of smi- spiders. Honestly, I don't know why. Even a spider this fucking big, man. I yeah. fucking hate them. <laughs> but, uh, I, guess, <laughs> I guess things that you guys don't have over here would be maybe like a, we've got big cats. You know, we've got mm-hmm. mountain lions. Mountain yeah. lions and cougars. I mean, these things weigh a couple hundred. I mean, they weigh more than me. They're yeah, quieter yeah. than me, strong, stronger than me. And we go camping. I mean, they're just two hours away. Yeah. Um, they're actually, they've been seen at, uh, elementary schools every couple of years you know walking through they haven't actually got any kids you know luckily um honestly funny story about that is me and my wife just went to uh you know what the super bowl is right yep okay so yeah uh me and my wife we didn't actually see the super bowl we're big 49er fans but we went down there to florida for miami to kind of enjoy the festivities of the super bowl but we went to the everglades to see the gators um and we were driving down this this old road in this nice camaro and uh there was a sign that said uh uh, Black Panthers are out or something like they had Black Panthers in, in Florida. Um, yeah. And then literally two miles later, there's a sign that said school bus stop. And I, <laughs> and I was like, and I, I literally, I was like, did that just, and then we, get, we show up to the place, we show up to the, uh, um, fuck, what are they called? The airboats, you know, with the big fan on the back? Hovercraft. Yeah, the big airboats in the Everglades, you know, we're going through the water. We didn't do the one where it was the flat land with the grass. It was through channels of water. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I got there and I was like, lady, did you, did you not notice that your sign said Black Panther or Panther and then 10 miles, two miles down the road, it said, you know, school bus stop. And she's like, no, I never really thought about it. I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you're something else. Florida, people from Florida are something else, apparently. I, yeah, I've, I've heard that. We yes. even know that down here that the people from Florida is a bit different. It's uh, they're yeah, different. Yeah. Well, I heard down there that they got big pythons in the Everglades. The pythons are a problem down yeah, there. Yeah, so apparently the origin of that was from people getting snake uh, pets. Yeah, they couldn't manage. They get, didn't manage them. They released them into the Everglades, and then also what perpetuated the problem was uh, the hurricanes would would d- destroy people's homes and let let and even pet shelters. Yes, yes. And let these these non-indigenous uh, snakes get into this fucking region that they just overtook. Um, and then now these things are getting to be big. They're getting to be like legendary status, um, eating deer, eating, I haven't eaten many people, but, but yeah. Well, there's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of videos, uh, that people have caught up in Northern Australia of big pythons eating crocodiles. Yeah. I've seen those, there's a couple, I've seen maybe pictures of it, but man, can you imagine how can a snake just. Oh, it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, like it's big, big snakes, big snakes. I think yeah. can make everyone freak out i think you know yeah and then I, and then i guess we've got uh the the grizzly bears mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh it's not a kodiak bear uh but it's still it's a big scary motherfucker um, they, are they brown they a brown bear they're brown bear they're but, a brown bear um the black bears around here are similar to dogs are real skittish mm-hmm. black bears you don't got to worry about brown bears they're the big the ones, ones aren't they they're the, like six brown bears are the big ones the, yeah the grizzlies the grizzly because grizzlies can be eight to ten feet tall wow um, and man, they're fucking like a thousand pounds. Like, ah, ah. Uh, uh. But those, honestly, those are pretty deep. We don't really see many grizzlies, but mm-hmm. we've got a lot of the, uh, just the deep, deep forest over here. We're honestly, we're in a desert kind of going back to that, that river thing with the Graham Hancock origin. Yeah. Um, but we're a desert where I live, but literally it's, I mean, an hour and a half in every direction. You've got um, 
they've got forest, 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 like deep, deep, deep forest. Yeah, well, we're pretty lucky. We're, we're, we're in Brisbane as well, so it's a beautiful spot. You get, sort of now, where I live, an hour in any direction, you've got coastline, beautiful That's beaches, cool. uh, forest, I, whatever you want, basically. I looked up a little bit on, on the region um, after you told me where you're from, and that, that's a man-made reservoir that's near, nearby where you're at, right? Yes, it is. The Wivenhoe Dam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Honestly, all that area. And honestly, it's Brisbane, the one that you're nearby? Yeah, Brisbane, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brisbane. Honestly, that place looks beautiful. I don't know if you've had – I'm sure you've had experiences there, but, man, that place looks gorgeous too. It looks, it looks unique. I mean, just the way the city is set up, it's, it's, it's pretty unique. Yeah, it's, it's very – so Brisbane is the capital of Queensland. Okay. And that's that's your territory as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Also, okay, so. I, I'm I'm in I'm in the Brisbane Valley region. That's where that's where I'm at. So okay. I'm about I think it's about sixty kilometers from the city. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think that's what forty mile or something like that. Yeah, 45, 45 minutes or something like that. Yeah, about that. About that. And gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It's um. So so what other questions did you have for me from Dan Undermate before we get into? Some other topics. Honestly, you want to talk I, about. I, well, shoot, man, I could go all day. I mean, I want to kind of ask about like how you were raised, how you were raised, like what the school systems like, you know, how you feel when you were young, how you felt about the, the your politics, how you feel now in comparison to when you were young. Mm. Um, I know me and you, me and you have talked a lot about a little. I mean, not a lot, but we've talked a little bit about um, some of those, you know, bigger problems that kind of bother us. But uh, honestly, I just. Uh, it's it seems like uh, the media kind of has sensationalized a lot of the problems in our world that obviously are our problems but they're very they're smaller than they than they seem to be and then the real problems seem to be swept under the rug yeah absolutely mate look i'll give you a, a brief overview and then maybe we, we we talk about current day um so the school system over here so at four years old uh you go to kindergarten so that's Holy like shit. um preschool. We, got, we got six we got six years old yeah so kindergarten's like two or three days a week um and then oh like you're saying preschool yeah like preschool yeah i think yeah preschool right uh and then we go to what they call prep or preparatory so that's that's before grade one and then we go all the way from grade one to 12 uh i had a bit of a, a unique upbringing as far as i spent most of my life in victoria up till i was 14 so i'd come from a place called ballarat um which is actually the only Australia had a civil war and that was where it took place in Ballarat and Victoria. Uh, really? in the, I, in and the, I, I have, yeah, no yeah, one knows. Totally, we don't even totally know. About it. Totally. Yeah. We don't, <laughs> we, well, we don't even know about it in Australia very much, man. It's wow. a bit of a shame. Wow. Yeah, no, totally, totally ignorant to that. Honestly, if you have a minute, you can enlighten me a little bit. Cause I love, I love honestly a civil war and, and a country like Australia. That seems to me like that would be a, that should be known. Yeah. So, so long story short. So Ballarat was a gold mining town. Uh, so, so after the California gold rush, uh, the next big global gold rush was actually in Ballarat in Victoria. Um, mm-hmm. and they came from, well, one of the next big ones, they came from everyone from all over the globe. They came to Ballarat to, to mine the gold down there and they still mine gold to this day, like 170 years later. Oh, hell yeah. Big, big vein, big vein. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, well, they're going to have to go pretty deep at the moment. They're having some, they have water table issues down there. It's very wet, very cold, very wet down there. Uh, yeah you know i think they're getting underneath the water table so it gets into the shafts and it's all yeah it so yeah you can imagine the 1850s 
they, it was all very simple stuff. It was picks and shovels and you know, exactly what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what exactly what you guys use in America for your gold rush is what we use down here, you know? Gotcha. And, and obviously they're living in tents and stuff like that. So that in order to mine on, cause the British obviously took over Australia, uh, like they did pretty much everywhere else. And right. In order to <laughs> yeah, goddamn, it's the biggest empire in history, really. At its peak, it's the biggest empire in history, and to, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, that's that's it's that's something else. To think about what they, what they did. Colonizing isn't that good a thing, but it really has changed the world to to be what it is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And look, that's you know part of the larger issues down here is to do with the colonization and you know generations and stuff. You know, uh, obviously, you'd understand that. Uh, most of our country is uh, was settled by convicts, so people who had. I've heard, I've heard that, and I, I've, I've heard that, but I've also heard that it was a myth. So coming from Americans, yeah, it was we a myth. also have. So yeah. yeah, we heard it was a myth, like it was false, like it, so. People half half of the people here believe that half of the people, like even the the people in the academia, they say it wasn't it wasn't really that as true as they say it is. So uh, from coming from you, it is. So a bit of both, right? So if you take my family, for instance, so it's something like, so I'm fifth generation Australian. So my family's been here for 200, you know, pretty much since the beginning. Uh, Except, so it was a bit different as far as a family member of, uh, from our family was a convict over here, basically got sent here for stealing a pig or something ridiculous. Uh, I'm stupid because he was a he needed a he feed his family or ridiculous right. He's trying to feed his family and he got sent here on a boat uh, for six months. Imagine. So, but when he got here, he's like, man, this place is awesome. So he it's sent. Great, a lot, I don't want to leave. Yeah, he, well, basically, you did your time, and then you'd get a piece of piece of land to to work, basically, uh, if you behaved yourself. Uh, and so he sent a letter to his family over in england come, or, come on and, down. and said come on down so the yeah, weather's great <laughs> but yeah what are, what are we what are we doing what are we doing england sucks, england sucks. <laughs> exactly <laughs> come down to australia it's heaps better down here. yeah have you ever have you ever played the uh honestly this is a pretty nerd i'm kind of i love video games but have you ever played the uh computer game sid meyer civilization no no i haven't no uh, are you a video game person at all Oh, yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. Okay. Yes and no. Okay. It's a computer game, but anyway, it, it's, uh, you can start on a world map and I love starting in Australia because I mean, it's like isolated. You have no exterior threats. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really one of it's, and I, I, what about the video, uh, the board game risk? Yeah. 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 Risk. Yeah. Okay. So Australia has always, since I was a kid, it's always been one of my favorite ones. It was one of the easiest to get and it was the easiest to hold because you have no exterior threats. So I've honestly, this is cool that we're doing this. I've kind of been, you know, infatuated with Australia since I was young, at least in terms of a, a geopolitical sense. Yeah, look, it's 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 an amazing place, mate. And and look, Fuck there's yeah, more yeah. more and more information that it's actually plays a very large part in the global story that's actually been overlooked. So you know, so so to go back, so it was basically founded on convicts and British soldiers, and then aristoc- aristocracy, uh, the aristocracy that would come over as well. Right. Uh, it's a little bit of money, kind of like investments and like kind of like noble, nobles, I guess. Pretty much. Uh, and right. then obviously to every... Help, help keep it. Mm. Right. Yeah. And to, to, to start the colonies, I think. Um, right, right. And so then 1850s, massive gold rush in Ballarat. So you'd have to get a license. 
All right. And it's a paper license, obviously. There's no plastic licenses back in the 1850s. Right, right, right. And as I said, in Ballarat, it was very muddy, very clay-based, very muddy. And okay. so you can't have a paper license in your pocket or else it'll get destroyed because you're always wet and cold. Within, within a day. Yeah. So basically, these miners, they would leave their licenses in their tents so they could preserve them. And then the redcoats would come around and ask them for their license they didn't have their license, so they would take them and put them in the stockade. So you know, in the you know, put your head through the thing, you know, the, uh, the wooden, the wooden, yeah, bar, yeah, or the, wooden yeah the stocks, right, right. yeah, yeah, the stocks, yeah. yeah. Uh, All because they didn't have their papers. Because they didn't have their papers, because they're working uh, in a the warehouse. British have a love. The British have a lovely history, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Or because they didn't, they didn't have their paper in a wet, clay, cold environment where you would get it destroyed every day. So right. there's no common sense there, right? And it's um, so after a while, you can imagine the miners got a bit pissed off. They're also taking a lot of tax as well. Like you say, you you found an ounce of gold. I think you had to give up like a quarter of it after you'd found it. And they didn't do anything to get that. You know, they they're the one heavy down the hole. Yeah, heavy taxes, and obviously being without representation. That's America's. That's what we were founded on taxation without representation. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Right. So, right. so you can imagine the miners got a bit pissed off about this after a while. So they banded awesome. together and it's actually quite fascinating, mate. And this is, it's not very well known globally that the Eureka stockade flag, oh, I don't have one. Don't, I've got it tattooed on my leg, but I don't want to get my, nice. my yeah, but it, cause I don't want to, I'm not going to take my pants off, mate. That's <laughs> no, 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 no. I might, my wife might get upset. <laughs> so I've got a Eureka look up the Eureka stockade flag after we finish this it's okay. basically it's a royal blue flag or like a navy blue flag with a white cross uh, with stars on each corner okay and it basically represents the southern cross now that flag there's been no flag no other flag in history that more representatives from more countries have stood under voluntarily so I think 52 Country, representatives from representatives from 52 countries stood under this flag and swore allegiance to the Southern Cross uh, to wow. defend to defend our rights and liberties was basically I think that, the, the oath goes yeah we stand truly under the Southern Cross to defend our rights so, and liberties. so was that was that as much of a as what we would call a revolutionary war as it is a civil war uh, it was more they, there was the, they called it a rebellion that's what the red coats a rebellion they call of course they call that a rebellion but essentially australia gained its independence yeah that's so they say that that was the birthplace of the aussie spirits you know our dry sense of humor our fair go you know when we you know sort of like how you said to me mate you know not many people would communicate online as openly as i have that's aussie men we're aussies we just have a chat you know uh and so honestly that, I, I was on yeah i, I had met an, an aussie online as well another one another one who was a fairly nice kid i think he was 19 he was a uh, uh i forgot what you guys call it he was a drywaller go yeah. ahead sorry to interrupt you yeah uh yeah it's plaster yeah plaster Plast board. Yeah, yeah 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 he said sorry, something a wall board or so yeah yeah we call it drywall but yeah well yeah um so yeah so basically the the, the rebellion took hold uh and it they they basically made a stockade and but the redcoats being the redcoats they in the basically we were due to battle and negotiate and the redcoats being the redcoats marched in while we were sleeping and slaughtered us oh wow the braves were away yeah 
Yeah. Uh, and and most of the men obviously had left the stockade to go home and they were gonna come back. Guys, have you heard that? Have you heard that while the Braves were away? It's a similar story to what the Redcoats uh well, uh, honestly, what Americans did to the Native Americans here, and uh, a lot of a lot of what the Native Amer- honestly, it's hard to even talk about. Well, what, the, what Americans did to Native Americans, uh, you know, we would wait above, away from their camp. We knew where they lived. You know, we waited until all their warriors were out hunting, and we went and we slaughtered all their family. I mean, it was just. I mean, yeah, this man. is this typical. You know, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to say it because those were Americans. Those were American people. Those were. Uh, the beginning Americans, obviously not our generation, but we're still well, look, bad mate, people today in yeah. every country. Well, we face that as well, mate. One of the one of the dark one of the darker histories that Australia has is we did something very similar to the Indigenous people here. Uh, the first Australians, the, the the British that came here, they they slaughtered the Indigenous Australians. It's it's a terrible fucking story, man. Well, I, uh, I'm sure it was the bio, biological problem as well. Like the, uh, I'm sure they got the uh, diseases. As, like yeah, all that stuff. The, yeah, all that stuff. Man. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so similar as well as I mean, honestly, the the Americans did it maliciously. There are stories of them taking measles-ridden blankets and giving them to cold Native Americans, you know, malicious mm. intent. To, you yeah. Know, as, oh, look, as, there's the first there, story. First story is a biological warfare, not the first, but you know, similar. Yeah, and look, there there is stories like that down here too, mate. And, and you know, one one of the one of the things that you know I spent. So our indigenous population, a lot, a fair percentage of them reside in the Northern Territory. And I spent, as I say, 10 years up in the NT, uh, was privileged enough to spend a lot of time with the indigenous people up there. And oh, yeah. That's they, good. They, good for you. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. they, they taught me a lot, man. They really did. And, you know, it's... Honestly, uh, and, and I, like, it, what's funny today in America, I, I'm sure you've seen the news, there's a lot of tension, racial tension, which is, is honestly, in my opinion, I employ two to three black African American people, um, you know, I, I grew up idolizing Michael Jordan. Race mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. Race mm-hmm. wasn't a thing to us. You know, the indigenous, like we, like it, it, it wasn't. Um, we're told today that it is a thing. Uh, yeah, obviously, the media has their, their intentions, but I, I do believe there's there, there's there's a small amount of racism, and there there always kind of will be. But um, look, it's going to exist, mate. But we're always the same, you know. It, and it was actually had a really good yeah. example of it the other day. So I've got two daughters, um, six and three, nice. and Beautiful. I took them. Awesome. I took them to the. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I took them to the playground, and um, some indigenous kids rocked up, or you know, some and, and a, a couple of a couple of darker coloured kids rocked up, and my daughters, they just played with them. You know what I mean? It's like no it's one. The, it's not. It's people. it's it's just people, man. Like I don't give yeah, a people. fuck if you I don't give a fuck if you're blue, black, yellow, green, purple, man. I don't care about that. Yeah, exactly. And it seems to be, you know, sort of bringing it to some of the issues at the moment. You know, it's like what I think the problem is, Spencer, is that most people don't actually give a shit. However, they're not getting up and making themselves be counted. Yeah, you know, exactly. a lot I of think- us are unheard. They're just too quiet. They don't come. Well, they don't want to be hurt. They don't want to have a voice because they're afraid of the backlash. Similar to what I said, you know, in our message earlier. You know, the people are afraid of backlash in, in either opinion. We can't, have, we can't have an opinion nowadays, and especially in America. Fuck, we are frowned on free, free speech. What the, what the yeah. fuck is this about? Yeah, like exactly. we're allowed to have our opinion. Don't tear down statues. We're supposed to learn from mm-hmm. our history. Mm-hmm. That's our history. We're supposed to learn from negative history. The first thing that Joseph Stalin did when he took over in Russia was tear down statues, destroy the history. Yeah, like, 
like this sounds very similar to fascism and Marxism. If you guys really understand the history behind all, all the stuff that what you're doing, but you don't, and nobody no. listens or nobody has, has educated themselves. But true, true Marxism, fascism, fascism, Germany. The first thing they did was the separated race. They're like, okay, he got off the train. You're a German, you're a Jew. You're a German, you're a Jew. That's exactly. fascism, people. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fascism. Absolutely. Quit, separate, yeah. quit separating us. Quit separating us. We're all one. Well, it's divide and conquer, mate. It's divide and conquer. Yes, if they, if exactly, they, if, exactly. If they can divide us, then we can't stand as one. And I think, you know, it, and we have our own issues down here with that. I mean, and even like the, the coronavirus, it's like the COVID shit, you know. You, you go back to Nazi Germany, mate. The Germans had a saying, it's for your safety. You know, why do, why do we have to stay... Why do we have to stay 1.5 meters apart? Why do we have to bloody... Exactly. Like, and honestly, honestly, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I, I have been, for the most part, I don't know what you guys consider politi- uh, politics, but I've been left, or for the most part, Democrat growing up, because that's what my school kind of forced upon me. But what's, what it seems today, and I've been a little bit more conservative lately, um, I try to stay independent, and I try not to voice either side. I really, I do believe in policies from both sides, but the problem is, um, uh, and, and I totally lost my train of thought there, but it's uh, you're talking about left, right, conservative. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the the left and the right, it's it's just the the left, the, all the left governors over here. So in my state, Washington State, it's all controlled for the most part by left because Seattle and for the most part metropolitan areas. If they have a large metropolitan area, they have a liberal base. I'm not sure if that's true over there where you guys are at, um, but so if you're in a more rural area, for the most part, it's more conservative, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a general. And but um, we have a liberal governor. We have a leftist governor. And all the, the leftist democratic governors in the United States, they're acting like dictators. Mm. They're, they're, they're making us stay home. Like what you're saying with the, uh, um, like you're saying the Germans and the, uh, it's for your own safety. That's, that's what I'm referring, that's kind of what I'm referring to. Sorry, I got it. I got it back there. We're kind of relating oh, it all back it's to so good, man. In, so good. in a circle. Yeah. And getting it in a circle here. So the Germans, that's fascism and the left, the lefts are acting fascist. They're wanting to do the identity deals and the, you know, the, your left or your right or your 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 black or your white or your your you're like come on like it's, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter no. it's just team human man that's the thing like i that that you know and I, w- w- before we got on the mics i said to you that one of the reasons I, I i try and communicate with all the people that contact me through instagram messenger and stuff like that is that i like collecting perspective spencer you know I, i've had i've had friends i've had friends from every single culture you know, I spent That's a long awesome. time in Papua New Guinea yeah. doing with the Papua New Guinean natives over there. Uh-huh. Like, you know, my wife I've is been... Filipino. My, oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I work with heaps of Filipinos, man. Yeah, both my kids are Filipino. I grew up uh, 30 minutes away from where I'm So where I'm at is fairly like white centered. Yeah. 30 minutes from where I'm at. There's a lot of uh, immigrants for farm work. Yeah, yeah. 30 minutes I grew, was where I, 30 minutes away is where I grew up. And that was, I was surrounded by Hispanics. Yes. Like it, they, they, there's plenty of Hispanics that were smarter than me. When I came here, there's plenty of black people that were smarter than me. Like, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, like you're saying, yellow, brown, purple. There's always going to be someone that's bigger, faster, smarter, stronger in every category. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and how, like, this is yeah. we're a species, not a race. Exactly. And how are we supposed to? It's, it's quite obvious that, I mean, one of the things that amazed me when the, the corona, the COVID stuff was going on, right? is that how, how better did the air quality get? How clear did the oceans get? How clear did the rivers get? How- isn't, that a, isn't that a left agenda as well? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to keep bringing politics into it. I'm sorry, but isn't, 
and the, and the EPA, I mean, honestly, I disagree with uh, the rights EPA, everything they've done with the United States EPA, especially Donald Trump. I, I, I disagree with what they've done locally, domest domestically with the, um, with that. And it's, uh, it seems to be like the air quality has gotten cleaner with COVID, everyone's staying inside. And that seems, I, I, I don't know, this, the, I, we've talked about it before, but this coincidental back to back to back to back to back world events that are just kind of, they're not cataclys cataclysmic, but they're almost cataclysmic. Look, I mean, it, 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 it still stinks, Spencer. It still smells. Yeah, exactly. Man. Exactly. Yeah. We've it talked about smells. it. It smells weird. It's something's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and, and if so you, do you yeah, go ahead to divide us through multiple different channels you know exactly. how, so many different avenues and exactly. the, i think the problem is so social media okay so here we are we're both experiencing a really positive side of social media right now yeah i love and, it you're, you're a great dude you're a great dude and i really appreciate you coming on you know it's, it's very cool to connect and however social media as well there's a very dark very dark dark side to it where Can, the, do, you mind if I, do you mind if i grab a drink real quick man mate you're right yeah, okay cool give me one second no worries bro. no hey, you're right mate you're right grab a drink cool. yeah there's 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 a really dark side to social media man where where the five percent on either end so from a from a politics standpoint yes, in australia yes. it's like we're labor and liberal we're currently under a liberal government you know we don't have the power to actually we we vote for a party so we don't have the power to we don't vote in our prime minister we we only vote for the party that he's a part of uh, or she's a part of. And that's probably one of the issues. We are still technically in the Commonwealth, right? So uh, same with Canada. I read, so I, yeah, I read a little bit about your guys' history. I don't know, obviously, as much as you would. Um, but yeah, so the Commonwealth essentially was, that was the uh, original government, right? Yeah, we're still, we're still the Commonwealth. So we've got a Prime Minister of Australia, but it, essentially the Governor-General is above him, uh, is Scott Morrison at the moment. However, the, the politics, what happens is the squeaky wheel gets the grease, mate. And God, I just fucking, it's so funny you say that. It's so funny you say that because I just heard that for the first time in 10 years. I just heard it yesterday. Hmm. It's so funny you say it today. It's funny how the world works. Sorry, go ahead. The wheel gets the grease, man. The, yep. the, the 5% on either end of the scale, whether it be labor, liberal, left, right, Democratic, conservative, republic, whatever, with right? Social with the, the social media platform. Absolutely. And yeah. they get the most noise. However, the, the thing is, the thing is, Spencer, man, is that the answers are inevitably found in the shades of grey, mate, right? It's ne nothing is black or white, right? That's what, that's what doing this podcast, you know, over 100 episodes now has taught me is that the end, it doesn't matter history, anything. It's not, it's not this one. It's not this one. Evidently the answers are found right in here, man. Yep. It's, it's yep. you know, and yep. it's, cool. Same, it's, it's cool. It's very, it's very honest, honest, because that's very cool that you, at least you have that perspective because it's very hard to find Americans nowadays. I, there, I mean, there are average Americans that feel the same as you, but for the most part that they're, they're siding with that 5% that are making themselves vocal, the 5% right, the, five, the very radical five or left, five right that you're saying and because they don't want to speak their mind or they're afraid of that backlash they mm. have to side with it and it's mm. it's really heading down a really really bad path oh it's dark man there's there's, there's it's there's some dark stuff going on at the moment mm. i mean the the cancel culture and all this sort of stuff like it, it is prophetic times mate I, it, we, we are experiencing thing th we're experiencing stuff now that no one has ever experienced before you know, 80 year old, 80, 80 year old veterans from world war two. I talked to say the same thing that you just said. 
It's prophetic times, man. And the thing yeah. is, though, right? So to, to go, I'll take it a little bit woo-woo on you. I'm not too sure if you're aware that the last, the, if you know, you would know listening to the podcast and discussing and seeing some of my stuff that I love the ancient megaliths and all that sort of stuff, the astronomical alignments. Yes, okay. absolutely. Uh, the last time the stars were were are. Uh, where they are in the sky now in the Northern hemisphere and the Southern hemisphere. If we look up where the stars are now, the last time they were in this place was the fall of the Roman empire. And it was funny when you look at that is 2000 years before that, mm-hmm. roughly 2000 years before that, that was a, an Egyptian fall, a golden era of Egyptian fall. I'm a, and I, and I, and I, will, I am a big believer in the cyclic nature of, of everything. Um, Absolutely. You know, and and you we're know, at the end, we're at the end of a processional cycle as well, mate. Like it's not so many things are coming to an end. We're moving into a different um, astrological uh, section of the sky. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I've done, I've actually taken astronomy twice in college, at least in universities in America. And, um, and I've done a lot of research on my own. So, you know how obviously earth moves around the center of, or moves around the sun. Mm -hmm. So the Mm -hmm. earth moves around the sun in orbit. Mm-hmm. So you can think about the sun doing the same thing around the center of the, our galaxy. Yeah. So two, 200 million years or so it takes to do a full orbit around the galaxy. So as you're saying, that precession also, I mean, there's multiple, multiple regions of space that change for us. I mean, there's also the waves, there's dips and dives. I mean, there's so many cosmic factors that a lot of people don't take into account that kind of me and you are trying to, uh, as well as Graham Hancock has kind of sconed, uh, scoped into you have to have a, a, an astronomical, astronomical sense as well as an archaeological sense, geological sense to get a full scope of it. Why, why were they obsessed with the stars, mate? You know, it, it, every, every one of these ancient cultures was obsessed with the stars. They, they all of them. Like, yep. how do you, there's got to be a reason for that. You don't build yep. temples, massive temples that are astronomically not just because you feel like it. You know, and we can't even do today. Like I'm a contractor and I know these cranes, there's massive cranes, but they lift steel beams, small mm. steel beams. These cranes mm. cannot lift these fucking hundreds of tons of rock. They can't do it. Like these guys can move them. We know that they can move them. They've done the studies or whatever, but it's, it is truly mind bending. Um, how, how these guys have, ha, I did this, you know, I just, it, obviously I'm not, I'm not doubting what mankind is capable of, mm. especially in certain. Oh, look, I, I, I think, I think we did it. I'm not, I, uh, exactly, exactly, I think exactly. we did it. Whether or not we've had, um, let me sort of uh, help, help. Yeah, I, I don't. Te- maybe technolo- technological maybe. help from from previous generations. It's 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 hard to say. But um, all the all the libraries of Alexandria. What what are they? They're gone. They're gone, man. Yeah. Well, How again, many, and I- we well we go back to the politics, mate. The Nazis burn the books. Everyone burns the books and takes the statues down to erase the past. That's not obviously it hasn't worked for us in the past. Why are we continuing to do the same fucking thing over and over again? Exactly. exactly. And honestly, I don't know. You know who Abraham Lincoln is? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The mo- yeah. people on the left, people with the the people who believe racism is still a problem. They're tearing down statues of Abraham Lincoln. Didn't isn't he the one that freed the slaves? I I, I thought okay, American history isn't that far off, right? So that's Australian history too, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yes it's completely like it lacks all sensical rationality I, don't, I just don't understand I, I i just don't get it and people are okay with it some people i'm not saying all people i'm not trying to say all americans i don't want i don't want to portray uh, a negative picture of, of americans but there's a lot of a lot of good people here. oh look oh there's a lot of good people everywhere mate i think 
so we're at a crossroads, Spencer. Okay. So is, is racism still an issue? Yes. Yes. It is probably still an issue here in Australia. It's still an issue in America. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Not a problem. Do black lives matter? Yes, they do. Absolutely. But all lives fucking matter. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Everybody deserves the same chance. You know, like, you know, the problem is the problem is the problem is even as much as we will ever try to give everybody the same chance, everybody's going to get dealt a different hand. Absolutely. And that, that is life. That's, that's how nobody can say that politically though, without being chastised. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously a kid in inner city Chicago is going to have a much harder time. I know some, I've hired some, they're going to have a much harder time learning how to spell than me who Mm. I had had white parents. I had a mom who was an accountant. You know, I had a a father who was an electrician. Like those guys taught me to be literate. These Mm. kids over here have crackheads for parents. Yeah. How are they going to be taught to learn? Like, obviously there's a different, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's hard. It's, but that's, that's life. Life's not. It is life, man. Doesn't matter what we do, right? However, I was having a discussion with my wife. The fact that in a global society in 2020, the fact that anybody is starving is fucking ridiculous, right? Yep. You know, how, how do our respected governments, yours as well as, as, well as mine, how can yep. they send billions and billions of dollars into businesses and all the bullshit, right? But they can't fix the suburbs. You, you talk about Chicago, like it's fucking unbelievable. Some of the stuff I hear about Chicago, man. Um, and how- it's like I knew, I knew a guy, I literally hired a guy who grew up in inner city Chicago. His name is Shuby Brown. Um, and he told me, you, there's not a dollar 25 every morning to get on the bus and go to a good school. Like, I'm like, can't you just like ride a bus and go to a better school that's not full of all the shit that says like you, the teachers don't show up and shit like that? He's like, no, we don't, we don't have that money a day. We don't have this. We weren't born with this. Like, it's, it's a different experience. And I was a little bit enlightened. And I'm not going to say white privilege. And the, and the only way that I will engage in the white privilege sense is the fact that we were ignorant to the fact of slavery was uh, detrimental to a whole race of people. In my opinion, white people... My mom, my parents, they didn't teach me, teach me when I was young that slavery happened. That, mm. that, you know what I mean? But black families, they did. They said slavery happened. It hurt, our, it hurt us. And yeah. they still carry, they still carry that. At. That to me is the white privilege. We didn't have to learn about that. We got mm. to carry on life. We wanted mm. to forget about it. Mm. But in, in today's day and age, I grew up with black kids that had way more privilege than me. Mm. Physical privilege. But the privilege in terms of actually like what is taught, it's, it's different because it's, it goes back to nature versus nurture. Is it genetics or is it taught? You know, it's part of it is a lot of these black kids are taught that, that they were the boogeyman. Yeah. That the black, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to say this in a bad way because they've told us, they've agreed with me. And it's just a negative connotation with white, with white men. And mm. it, it's been perpetuated by both sides. Oh, look, mate, I've had experiences over the years. You know, I mean, if I talk about, you talk about my time in Papua New Guinea, right? Where, like I said, I don't care if you're blue, black, green, orange, purple, does not bother me in the slightest. I treat everyone equally. And so I went up to PNG as like a 23 year old, right? So I'm 37 now. So about 15 years ago, I went up and as a 23 year old, went up to Papua New Guinea and I had a team of 15 indigenous Papua New Guineans. Now, because I treat everybody equally, they oh, must have been a serious, that must have been an experience. I mean, oh, um, oh, mate, there's a thousand stories, man. There's a thousand. I mean, stories. honestly, about 0.01% of Americans have that opportunity, and even less percent go. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's that's cool that you've done something like that. 
we were drilling over there. We were working. I was in I was in mining oil and gas for a long time. That's where I, that's really? I spent a long time in the, in, in the mining awesome. industry in, in oil and gas. Sectors. So you're uh, you're an actual working man then? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, a cool. I'm a teacher now. I, I teach now. Where do you, where do you teach? What well, I mean, what 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 do you teach? Sorry teach, to stray off topic. I'm no, sorry. No, totally for mate, it. mate. It's totally it's this. Yeah. It doesn't matter, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, so I oh, teach yeah. uh, logistics, so uh, warehousing, trucking, all that sort of stuff. So you know how to set up a it's warehouse. Like do you do that to like uh, after high school? Like, uh, to high like school, universities? Yeah. yeah universities. So, so you're a professor then. You're not a teacher. You're a professor. Uh, no, well, it, I would say, how do, how do I put it? You don't it? have to be modest. You don't have to be modest here. <laughs> I, I work at probably what you would call a community college. They're still professors, my friend. <laughs> no, they're still well, professors, you- my friend. Yeah, well, yeah. So basically, I, I teach people how to do warehousing, uh, safety, awesome. uh, emergency procedures, that sort of stuff. But I spent twenty years in the field. Uh, oh, nice. So in, essentially, uh, like shipment um, in and out yeah. of a shipment in and out of like a back of a. Uh, I don't want to to brand it, but like a Walmart, like a bunch of stock. Something similar to that. Yeah, yeah. Because gotcha. I mean, so if you said you're in the oil, oil and mining industry. Yeah, I was, but I, I teach, so I teach now just a general overview. Okay. Uh, so once upon a time, I would have been considered what well, I was called a logistics specialist. So if you got any sort of weird, heavy, wacky shit that you need to get from one place to another, nice. you That's call cool. me. That's what I used right, to so do. So you could move a house. Could you lift up a house and move a house then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could yeah, do that. Hell yeah. yeah awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, burn, yeah, business. Yeah. burn business. <laughs> That's cool shit. Yeah, so yeah, those trucks that rock up to move the houses, the split trailers, and all that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm the bloke that does all that stuff. Uh, but you're I, not but, a bloke, though. You're not a bloke. Bloke's bad, right? Bloke is like a negative deal. Good. No, no, bloke's good. Bloke's alright. Bloke's good. Okay, it's just okay. Yeah, I'm still trying to get it. Honestly, the Australian terminology is awesome. I think it's great. Bloke, bloke's fine. Bloke's fine. Uh, yeah. So that's, I can so, call you. A, I can call you a bloke. Then what you're call me a bloke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in, in in Australia, it's all about connotation, mate. Right? So I understand. I understand um, tone almost. Yeah, tone. So yes, take and, and look. You know, the, I'm going to say a word that you probably don't hear too much. So take the word cunt, for instance. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a, no, I hear. Well, no. Okay. Yeah, it's a fair. I'm in construction, so. Oh yeah, well, you're in yeah, yeah, construction. Yeah, some guys, some guys say ch, which means cunt hair. And that's oh. a distance of that's a distance of measurement. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just, <laughs> we've got we've got the same distance of measurement down here, mate. Yeah, it's about a cunt error. It's, it's nearly yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's, that's funny in it, so, so so connotation, right? So in Australia, yeah. so I would say now that we've talked and we've chatted, I'd call you a good cunt, right? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. <laughs> that is that that's is pro- dry humor. That's a dry humor. That is probably one of the best compliments you can have. From a from a bloke to bloke in Australia, he's like, yeah, yeah, that that bloke, he's a good cunt, right? Oh god, <laughs> sorry, that shit's funny as fuck to me. But on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, if I was to call you a shit cunt, oh. that's the, that's the worst thing you can be. I understand. That's, that's funny it. That is the that's you. the that's the worst thing you can be, right? If you I got understand. called a shit cunt, you're a, you're you're terrible, mate. That's that's the worst thing you can be. Okay, so it's, honestly, it's just a, I understand. Similar, uh, my best friend who lives a couple hours away, uh, I call him up. And I, I'm not, a, I don't offend. I love uh, people of every 
orientation, like uh, gays, all, any, anybody. I don't, I don't offend anybody, but the word is funny. I'm sorry to say it's funny. South Park says it's funny, so it's funny. But the word <laughs> faggot, the word yeah, faggot. Yeah. Me and my buddies will call each other up. Well, hey, fuck you, faggot. <laughs> like, exactly, yeah. And he was like, hey, that's a good term. Like when you're calling your friend a faggot, yeah. it, means, it means that we love each other, basically. But <laughs> exactly. In a, in a, in a, it's like a term of endearment for men. Absolutely. Well, it's the th- I mean, right. it, it, even if you, you know, so like it, it's quite fascinating, right? So to go back, the, the guys that were in PNG, they'd had a lot of white dictators, right? Emphasis P- on P- that. Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Oh, so, okay, 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 gotcha. Yeah, so they, these guys are proper indigenous folk, still live in tribes in the jungle, man. Like that's literally, they, they are. Dictators, huh? well, they, well, they used, they'd have white people that would talk down to them. They would have, they would be a dictators. Because I don't know fucking why, right? So I, I rock up as a 23-year-old. I don't even know what I'm really doing, right? Mm-hmm. You're a good soul, so you like see this. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what's going on? And I treat these guys with respect. Now, to start with... Like they're human beings. Like, they actually have a soul like we do. But yeah. like, And so they didn't know how to take me because I'm white and treating them nicely. They probably um, thought it was malicious, malicious or something. Well, like yeah, that. I went through some at, tests. At first, at first, at first, right. At first, yeah. But then I went from... so. Uh, they have a language. Oh, nice. They have a language in, uh, <laughs> they have a language in Papua New Guinea called pidgin. So it's like a broken, oh. like a broken English basically. Okay. Uh, so I went from big pal, boss man. So that's obviously like, like a boss man. And then I yep. went to Wontok, Wontok, which was basically friend. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I went to Tumble, which is basically brother-in-law or brother oh. from another, yeah. And brother from another mother. <laughs> these guys were the ace of spades, man. So it was a fair bit removed. That's awesome. That's cool, <laughs> yeah. That's cool though, that you could get close to them enough, close to them enough to call them your brother. Like, yeah. I, I, like I, I don't want to say I've had a similar experience with, because honestly I was, I grew up around white people or Hispanic people and I've grown close to them. I've had, at least all my friends were Hispanic growing up, but once I moved to where I'm at, it was all white but there's a lot of black people on the east side of, of the town mm. and i hired them and i found out we've all sweat bled and basically cried together on these jobs and what you do it's camaraderie you know how it goes really, especially like out there in png you guys go out there you work together you get to know each other you see each other's chids you love each other essentially um yeah yeah that's that's uh, immersing yourself Good, very 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 awesome very yeah cool. so and you've got to do that man and i think it's obviously yeah, I mean, our, our fa- not necessarily our fathers, but you know, their forefathers, our ancestors, they saw fit to. Um, I don't know. I I don't agree with any most of what they did. And I, I think these it's days, hard. it's hard to say. It's hard. I I totally. It's hard. like I understand why you're why you're not. I don't want to say you're choked up, but it's hard to say because we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have the ability to do what we did today. Mm. If it weren't for what they did, but at the same time, it's hard to to say that what they did is okay. Mm. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. That foundation Absolutely. was set by that foundation was set by them, but at the same time, it's hard to say all the stuff that they did was okay. Of course, it's not. But well, we think, wouldn't have, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, hard. it's hard, man. It's hard. But I, the, I view the, Australia a lot like America in terms of in terms of being descendants of of Britons of a slight oppression and having that free will, that free speech, you know, I I don't know what your guys' civil rights are or what your amendments are or your um, bill of rights. I'm not sure, but it it reminds me a lot of us. Look, we have one, however, it is not very, look, one of the, one of the political problems we have in Australia is we don't really understand. Uphold the the rule of law. No, we do. 
We do. However, we don't. We have a bill of rights. Uh, put it to you like this. I only found out we had a bill of rights at like 34. I was 34 before I figured that oh, out. The, so the, so the, the, the educational system, the institutions, the government institutions have not enlightened their, no. their, pop, well, it's, their it's, populace. Well, the, the, the problem is, the problem is, Spencer, is that if they, would, they do a lot of things that don't, you know, like I don't know, one of our first discussions, mate, we've sold out to China like you would not believe. And honestly, you know? bro, the, the, the Belt and Road, yeah, yeah, the Belt and Road Initiative. Man, yeah. man that is just driving me crazy. How are you literally going to give them assets in your country? I, I, like, and honestly, might, yeah, that's going to go against every. That's going to go against every American fucking like DNA strand that we have. The problem is the problem is America will America will disconnect from us if we do that. That's that's the thing. We're we're remote. Uh, and I love Australia. There's no way that we would do. Be honestly, we don't have a, the Pacific without Australia. We have nothing in the Pacific without Australia. And people need to understand that, like, you guys, just because you're smaller, just because you have less of a military, just because you have a smaller economy, it doesn't mean that you hold less leverage. Leverage is a real thing. That's a physical, real thing. Absolutely. And if, Absolutely. if we lose Australia, and honestly, I don't like the guy who, it's a, that one, that one territorial, uh, what do you call him? Uh, uh, he's a state, Victoria. They're a premier. He's a premier. A premier. Okay. Yeah. That, the one guy going, kind of going, it, 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 Seems like there should be a rule of law to prevent politicians from doing such things, but obviously we don't know that in America with Trump and what's going on. I, I, I like it's hard. <laughs> like honestly, I, 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 I really like what Trump has brought to America. He's bucked the system, but at the same time, I don't agree with the social discord and the domestic policies he has in place. I, I a lot. I agree. Go ahead. Trump, from from an outside perspective, mate, Trump is either a lunatic. Or, or a genius, or a mad genius, yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, mad, I, mad genius, yes, Mister. Yeah, mad genius. Yep. I told Luna, lunatic genius or a lunatic. <laughs> exactly. They don't need this two so, so ways to it. Economically, I believe that he's done great for America. He's done great for minorities. He's done great for the whole populace of America. Uh, holding our stand against uh, re renegotiating NAFTA, um, holding holding our ground on NATO, mm -hmm. um, internationally with Syria. There's mm -hmm. red lines in the sand. Obama said there was a red line, red line, but he didn't know what a red line meant. Like they came over fucking a hundred yards past the red line. If there's a red line. There's a red line. America is supposed to be, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, you know, the 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 moral protector of the world is what we were told, you know. Yeah. So when we go across, like if there's civil war in Syria and they're using gas on their own people, come on, Obama, do something about it. Mm. You know, uh, Trump did. Trump kind of defused North Korea. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk of him causing World War III. So internationally, I believe with a lot of I, I believe a lot of Trump's policies. I believe in his in his stance. I believe in in defense spending. I, I a little conservative in my and but um, look, so probably sweet. not as so, probably not as much. Like not as much. Correct. We're fucking like three times as much as Russia or China. Like what the fuck are we I doing? I think I think I think it's something like you guys spend more militarily than the next twenty six countries combined. And it's unreal, the, bro. And and it's, twenty it's and unreal. something like, and something like twenty three of those people are allies. So it's not. <laughs> no. And and honestly, it's as long as long as we can maintain our shit, then I think that's a good thing for the world. Yeah, but do you? I mean, I don't know. From from an outside perspective, obviously, I I think, and I don't like to say it because obviously it's it's us as well. But I think we're what we're our generation may witness the fall of this empire as it sits i know I, I fucking don't like saying it nobody said it the way you said it nobody has said it that way people have said excuse me people have said in america a civil war 
mm-hmm. stuff like this. Um, politically, there's still a lot of people on the left and on the right that can sit down. I have a lot of friends that are, that are on the left. I am conservative right now. Mm. I'm conservative right now just because the Democratic Party, they're doing the identity stuff. They're doing fascism. Um, but the, the Democratic Party is, uh, they've been deceiving and manipulating minority and poor people for the votes. They've been possessive about their votes, and it's really disgusting. So, do you, I mean, I know there's been there's been rumors down here that a lot of the the rioting and stuff. Like, I mean, the, I don't know. I'd like to see if there's any truth to this, right? So, down here, we got all these photos of like in the places where it was rioting, they there was pallets of bricks randomly left on the fucking street, right? With our rioting, that is a true, true, true fact. But who fucking put the bricks there, man? Like what? Anti- Antifa. In my opinion, in my opinion, I've been watching. I live next to Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon has. Hey, you know, have you heard of Antifa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means anti-fascism. That's what their group is founded for, and literally, they're doing fascism. I know. Um, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, these kids, these white privileged kids, none of them are minorities, and none of them are poor. All of them are white privileged kids that have nothing to do, and they don't go to work. They have mommy and daddy at home. They live in the suburbs for the most part, and they're vandalizing and they're assaulting people in Portland. My grandma lives there. I've been watching it for four years. So I saw on social media that Antifa is not an organization. They have no sort of organization. They have no sort of groupings or anything like this. At the same time, Antifa, um, uh, in the same way, shape, and form, organized the manipulation of these right of these protests. Mm, um, mm. They're dropping the pallets. They're having. They're paying people to protest. They're paying. They're paying for buses so people come to my town to protest. They're from Portland. Like, it, like, what the fuck? Like, no, this is a true thing. And they're literally they're trying to cause. They're they're manipulating the grief of of a race, the grief mm. of black people being manipulated, or the brutality of the police. Which you know you can debate either way. There's police brutality, whether you can say it's racial or not. That's another debate. But they're manipulating the grief and the. Uh, pain of a whole race mm. to get what to move to loot stores to cause riots to push a political agenda who knows like that was a real thing that happened george floyd died like george floyd died he got murdered by a police officer Ooh, it was yeah. a policy that is actually enabled in the middle minneapolis police department so he's gonna get let off that's gonna cause more riots like People don't understand that obviously, I, and I've talked to, I've talked to African-Americans about this because I, I employ a couple and a couple of them are really good friends. Mm. They're true. They truly believe racism will never end. They have no hope. They mm. also are truly upset is because they didn't write the constitution. They didn't write any of these laws that they follow. White mm. people did. Mm. So I understand. I get you guys are upset, but the only way to make a fucking change is to go through these avenues. You have mm. to make an amendment to a law and then it'll trickle down. Mm. I understand you guys don't like Reagan, but the trickle down thing is real. Like that is a real thing. It does trickle down, especially in government. You go and make an amendment in the fucking constitution. That's a mm. real process. You guys just need to do it. Yeah, but they, a, I, again, though, who's it, it, it's it, it seems to be, and sort of like we have the same down here where our politicians react to for, to minority stuff. So it's not they're doing it for political gain, not for actually. They're, they're not representing the people for the people. They're just course, doing they're it manipulating because manipulating their votes. Yeah. And then they and then they possess. They're possessive mm. of a vote. I voted for Obama. I voted for uh, for Obama twice. I was too young to vote for Bush, but I, I I was taught that you know Bush was a dummy, and you know the conservatives were dummies, and blah 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 blah. And the the Democrats were civil rights movements, and they were they were down for the poor, and they were. But the problem is they were deceitful, and they weren't transparent, and they manipulated the. The, the masses they've been they've been having the, the poor and the minorities vote for them for 50 mm. years 
but mm. now we still have racial problems. So I mean, even where, so, even like so, where, so, what am I missing? What am I missing? Yeah. They literally have possessed. I'm sorry. They have possessed the minority votes for 50, 60 years. Conservatives don't get it. They get one mm. percent of the minority vote. Mm. All the minority vote goes to the Democrats, but mm. the Democrats haven't implemented any laws other than what Donald Trump has done this year. Mm. And and I don't I like I don't really want to get into the Donald Trump thing, but it just seems like they're manipulating masses mm. and especially poor and minorities. How the fuck are you going to say that you're the moral high grounds party when you're manipulating poor and it blows well, my mind. And sorry, it's the sorry. same. It's a, no, it's fine, mate. It's fine. It's, and it's the same thing like we were saying. The governments have billions and billions of dollars to pour into businesses, but why can't they go to you know the east side of your town if they if it is not as well looked after as the west side of your town and, and give not, it and, and they, fucking rebuild it? You can give you can and they build. Had a, a, they had signs, bro. They had signs in the nineties saying N I G G E R S stay uh, inside after eight p.m. Like there was curfews. There was, I swear to God. I swear these guys, I was too young to know. I was one years old in 1990. I was one years old in 1990. But these guys, the guy, he's your age. He's like 35, 36. Mm. I employ him. But he says, he knows. I have pictures of it going across what we call the cable bridge. Yeah. There are signs from Kennewick to Pasco. Pasco is a minority town. It has the Hispanics and yeah. the blacks. Yeah. And it has a lot of white, farm, a lot of white farmers. Yeah. Dude, in the 90s, I, th- I was watching Space Jam. You know what Space Jam is, right? yeah. No, we all, everyone wanted to be Michael Jordan in the nineties, man. Exactly. Like what the fuck? I just don't understand. It's to me, it's just like two different worlds, I guess. I don't How know. is that that is that is fucking unbelievable. It no straight it, up and it was in the nineties. They didn't take it down until ninety one or ninety two, something like that. That's crazy. Like, and it's yeah, and it, it was it was the Kennewick and Richland people. I live in Richland. So have you heard of the Manhattan Project? Yes. Okay, that's where we invented the atomic bomb and nuclear energy. Um, that's literally right where I live, right here. Okay, so the first cool. Nu- the first nuclear reactor is 15 minutes from where I live, the very first one ever. And that's where they made the, uh, it's called you know the can't, you, gay, is it? Yeah, you know they can't turn that off, don't you? That reactor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, fish, fission's, uh, fission's a funny thing. Yeah, I love that. And, and that's, but that's totally American. Let's invent nuclear power. Can you turn it off? Nah. No, nah, we'll figure it out uh, later. It'll be right. Uh, <laughs> what's, funny, what's funny is I got a buddy, my best, my brother's best friend is in the Navy and all of our nuclear, uh, all of our subs are nuclear powered. Mm-hmm. All of our carriers are nuclear powered. Mm-hmm. A lot of Russia's icebreakers are nuclear powered. So when they decommission them, what happens is they bring them to Seattle and then they send them to fucking here, to right by my house apparently, which I just learned this year. And they, they decommission these uh, nuclear reactors. The reactors, yeah, the reactors and the vessels that they're containing them, and they decommission them here, right down from my road. And my kids are drinking the water. Oh, that's good. That's great. I'm sure yeah, that's it's great. real, real good shit. Yeah, real good shit. Pretty <laughs> um, fish no, like the Simpsons, mate. Honestly, so there hasn't been any reported cases of that. But what's uh, <laughs> funny is the, the Department of Energy, the Department of Energy over here, they hire more uh, geologists than anybody else. Yeah, right. Because they're trying to water leakage. Uh, yeah, leakage. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. there's containments. I mean, we get a story every year, every other year about a break, and it can. I mean, it's fairly react. Uh, oh, back to the COVID thing. So a lot of, and I don't. Obviously, there's a lot to the or, origins of it. Mm. In America, hospitals were empty. Hospitals were literally they're going to go bankrupt. There was going to be a massive bailout for hospitals either way. Mm. Uh, now I, I know people who work as accountants at my major hospital. I mean, this is a huge hospital town because of, ca- or because of the 
cancer because of the fucking the area because of uh, the nuclear reactor. Yeah, huge hospital fucking campuses in Richland and in Kennewick and in Pasco. Huge. Mm. Some of the biggest cities here. There's, I mean, there's wine. There's uh, hospitals. There's marijuana. Uh, uh, there's a couple of other things. Not much. <laughs> uh, agriculture. <laughs> agriculture. Agriculture framing uh, a building. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, so the hospitals over there, I mean, even now, so we're getting, so hang on a minute. Let me, let me, let me bring up my news here in Australia because I'll bet you it'll tell me something about American stuff. Right. And that's just what happens. Okay. They're laying off, they're laying off accountants that are working at hospitals right here where I live and we're the hotspot. We're the hotspot now. And apparently in all of the U S my town, uh, America, uh, Washington state, they won't, they won't let us leave a certain phase. We're not yep. allowed to go to restaurants. All of this is Washington State apparently is having an outbreak again. My town is getting 300 cases a day. We only have 80,000 people in my town. There's like 250,000 in the whole area. Uh, we get 300 cases a day, and I don't see a single thing, and they're laying off employees at the hospital. So what how are we that, what, that doesn't What work. are we missing? But, but at the same time, they were going to be laying off employees either way. And they were going to give me government stimulus, government subsidies to keep alive. Now they got a reason for their government subsidies. They got millions from the government either way because of COVID. So it's almost like, and I don't want to say it, I really don't want to say it, but it's almost like it's because of American hospital industry and pharma that, that they couldn't keep up, that they were literally going to tank and they needed a reason for a bailout. I don't want, I don't know for sure. I mean, obviously there's a lot to, like I said, there's a lot to the origins. There's a lot of different speculation to the origins, but I can see. Oh, look, I mean, it, 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 in, it, from our perspective, we, we, we spoke about it a fair bit over some zoom sessions when we were self-isolating uh, a few months ago. We're not anymore. So we're, we, we're back out in the open. However, there are certain things and that they just won't survive. You know, there's, there's certain businesses that won't survive. You go into shopping. I know. I know over there, yeah, you guys have yeah. got empty shopping centers, right? We're going to have the same thing well, over so here. My, my wife is actually, that's funny you say that. My wife is actually a manager for a store inside of the local mall. Uh, you guys have malls, right? Yeah. That's not a, a strictly American thing, right? Uh-huh. I feel kind of ignorant for asking that. I feel kind of like a dummy. <laughs> um, so you guys have, anyway, my wife manages a, a store in the mall. And uh, don't ever fucking look at me. <laughs> um, uh, um, she manages a store in the mall. And she's been laid off this entire time she can't mm. go back um and i've noticed from amazon that they eventually the malls were gonna go out yeah 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 the malls yeah. were gonna be a thing of the past now you don't look at me either <laughs> my kids are mad at me <laughs> um so yeah they, the the mall industry and the hospital industry they were a dying breed kind of at least because they had kind of overexpanded the hospitals uh the malls they still haven't gone back um that whole that whole it's just a. It smells, man. It, it smells. smells. Yes, it it smells, and I and I honestly, I I don't, I truly do, in the depths of my heart, I don't, I don't blame Donald Trump, and I know a lot of people in America. This is a big deal in America. Donald Trump is the devil or is an angel, and I don't blame him, but at the same time, I don't agree with what he's done. It's not his fault, obviously. A pandemic happened, you know, like, um, you know, it's it's a lot of this stuff. He could have handled a little better. I agree with his his border ban or his China shutdown. What what it's just like, oh man, just. Well, I saved something. I, I I I saved something the other day, right? I saved something the other day. You take care of what you're taking care of because you 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 got you guys have got you got cannabis over there legal, so you're doing something right. 
<laughs> However, this I, I honestly, say and honestly, this is the thing. This is why I agree with liberals and the left. So I'm conservative right now. I lean conservative. I lean Donald Trump, marijuana. So I I lean liberal because of civil rights movements and because of marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most part in America, they push private prison reform, private prisons, which is profiting off of prisons. That's a conservative evil. That, that, is, that is disgusting. That, it's that's evil. That's an evil thing, especially with oil. Um, and that's a whole other talk with back to capitalism as a foundation, like what we were talking about with our founding fathers. But capitalism, I truly do believe in. But um, uh, marijuana wouldn't be here if it weren't for liberal Seattle, the town mm. that had that. There's, an international, there's a new nation inside of my country, by the way. Have you heard oh, yeah. that? oh, that's down the road from you, isn't it? A new nation is three hours from me. It's a whole new nation. They had a whole list of requirements from the UN, from the United States. You know what's so funny? So this is the radical left. Listen, they wanted a wall. They wanted a border wall. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted a fucking border wall. They wanted armed border agents. They wanted ID entry. Uh, <laughs> like this, some of this stuff is so hypocritical. And isn't that isn't that what they're protesting against? Weren't they weren't they fining people? Weren't they arming? Wasn't there roaming bands of armed individuals fining people? Isn't that exactly what they're protesting against? Exactly. So they created this is a radical left little isolated. It's like four blocks inside of Seattle, the main city. Still of going. State. It's still going. Yeah, and it's, it's about to get shut down because a couple people have been murdered. A 19-year-old kid over, uh, died on alcohol. A couple people have been murdered. They didn't allow cops inside of it. The mob didn't let them inside cops. This is fucking ridiculous. This is America. Yeah. This is like, come on. Come on. Like, I'm t- the governor of my, co- my state, everybody hates. If you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican, everybody hates him. And he's a Democrat. But he is acting like a dictator. And for the most part, Democrats are acting like dictators, the fascist ones. Out of all these states, they're not letting people open up. Like, guys, we don't see COVID. Nobody sees COVID. Mm. Nobody sees it. We don't. Nobody has known anybody that has ever known anybody that has COVID. Mm. Yeah, that's the so, thing. I, 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 no. I, at the heart of it, I knew someone who knew someone who knew someone. So I was like, right, exactly, exactly. So exactly, yeah. So far away, but yeah. at the same time, it's real. It's real. I'm not discounting its reality. It, it's, it, it exists. However, yes, it, it, it is. But I think that the one of the problems, and I, and I, I, you sort your thing out, mate. So I've got something I want to throw at you while you're doing, while you're sorting that out. Because so I saved this the other day. Because I know, man, you've been talking a fair bit of politics over Instagram. So this is here, Diane. I, I might get these names right. I don't know who these people are, but I know some of them. Diane Feinstein, sixty years in government. Chuck Schumer, forty-five years in government. Oh Maxine my God. Waters, forty-seven Dude. years in government. Patrick Leahy, fifty-four years in government. Joe Biden, 51 years in government. Mitch Nancy Pelosi in there somewhere. Nancy Pelosi, yep. 33 Dude, years in government. All is that a blame, problem? The same problem? And they blame the president. They blame the fucking president who's just a puppet. <laughs> and honestly, Donald Trump isn't a puppet. That motherfucker is so by himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's not, in my opinion, he's, you know, he's not a puppet. No, he's, he's, a, one uh, around, he's wandering around a half in a jacket. Fucking having Diet Cokes and fucking tweeting shit. <laughs> and he's up at every hour of the night. You know, he's got something going on. He's, 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 taking, something he's, he's taking Adderall or some shit, man. He's, he's on some shit <laughs> for so sure. Joe, Ro- Joe Rogan said he saw something that, is, that was speed. Joe Rogan said he saw something in his, uh, his Yeah, it's like legalized speed, speed yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, that, but that's the same thing here, man. Like my, my parents are, uh, have worked for the government in some capacity for 25 years. That's that's five or six or seven prime ministers, you know. So it's right. not the, 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 exactly. the, they don't make enough of a change. And honestly, 
Donald Trump has made a change in comparison in terms of actual uh, bills that have been passed. He yeah. has doubled the last two presidents mm. Mm. Oh, in look, one term. Prior, prior to the COVID stuff, unfortunately, <laughs> unfor- you know, unfortunately for those that were against him, they he did what he said he was going to do. That's what I mean. He's either a lunatic genius yeah, yep. or just a the plain thing, fucking lunatic. In fact, the only thing he, the only thing he hasn't done was uh, uh, build the wall entirely. Yeah. This is my little puppy. We just got her. Say hi, oh, little dog. Oh, hello, sweetie. She's 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 cute. What's and her she, name? She, yeah, uh, her name is Ceres. Ceres. Okay. So Ceres is the dwarf planet at the center of the asteroid belt. Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 Right. right That's very again. cool. Yeah. But yeah, man. Look, and, and and how do you? So I mean. Yeah, we're we're both working, man. We 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 get our shit done. We 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 go to work. We provide for our we families. Risk our lives. Risk our lives sometimes. Absolutely, man. Oh yeah, Daily. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Daily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it hurts, but whatever. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, you know how? I suppose the question is, mate. The question I've got for you because we're going round and round. We're talking about a number of different things, but so how do? Because it's this. The problems is just systemic, right? So we talk about the foundations yes capitalism at its it's all this stuff's real good on paper man you know what i mean hey communism honestly communism's good on paper right exactly communism (laughs) marxism is great on paper i've heard you i'm sure you've heard of 888 yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. 88 you know eight hours of work eight hours of leisure eight hours of sleep that was Karl marx at his heart so um the the real deal go ahead go ahead how do we from a fan but the, the, the materialistic capitalistic society that let's, let's face it, you guys created, right. And the it's world consumerism, right. It's consumers. Yeah. It, it has, it has trickled down. So as an American's perspective and, and, and I, and I don't, and obviously a lot of people are upset with Americans because of this attitude, but mm. I, and I don't want to seem arrogant. I don't want to seem, I don't want to seem like a, like a prick. Mm. Um, but a lot, a lot of the innovation in the world, that we've had over the last 250 years, a lot of the most uh, exponential innovation has come from America, has it not? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... so ha- absolutely. So in However, my, in my, what, at what point does the, the, the consumerism and the materialistic... Right, 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 right. So uh, if you let me, let me elaborate. So capitalism invented automobiles. It invented the affordable automobile. Yeah, Henry Ford. Cap- yeah, you can, you capitalism, can capitalism invented computers. Hmm? Capitalism invented uh, Apple. Capitalism invented the Wright brothers in the first plane. Capitalism invented riflery. Uh, capitalism invented the assembly line. Capitalism invented standard oil. So that's good. Capitalism, the, 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 all of that is good for the standard of living, correct? Yeah, it's, so, allow- so, it's now, allowing us to do what we're doing now. Correct. Now I'm going to get to your point. The evolution of capitalism has turned to evil. Mm. So mm-hmm. now when you look at GM, GM got a bailout from the, from the U.S. Yeah. GM strictly based their profits off of projections next year, stockholders. How much Mm. are we going to make next year? How much are we going to make make next year? Our stockholders, they're not going to be happy unless we have growth. Now that pursuit. But You're playing an infinite model on with a finite game. There's only so much fucking shit. Exactly. Well, that's the problem is uh, uh, that's the problem is they can't innovate with that sort of a model. Mm. The innovation that America was based off of was a different capitalism. It was out of the mud capitalism, not out of the riches, out of the silver spoon capitalism. Mm. So there's a difference. It's evolved and it needs to evolve again back to its original capitalism, which is like me. I grew up in the mud. I didn't have much. I, my, I mean, my mom and my, my dad divorced. I literally grew up doing a paper route trying to feed myself for the most part um, in middle school and high school. So it, it, my success is based off of 
out of the mud. Mm-hmm. And same with the Rockefeller, Standard Oil, same with uh, Henry Ford, same with Bill Gates, same with a lot of what has made them, um, what we're doing and free speech and um, everything great in the world. Capitalism has enabled that as a foundation. But like, like what you're saying, it has the evil tendencies that step on the poor, especially GM, especially the pharma, especially the people that don't, they only look for next year's projections. They don't look for innovation that actually helped the world. I love Elon Musk because his innovations help mankind. Yeah, he's he's doing the he's doing the best he can, man. He's a little Dude, nuts. it's amazing. Actually, yeah. I love Iron Man. I love Elon Musk. If anybody sees us, that love those. I mean, it's mm. like to me, they're to me, they're they're it's inspiration, and and that's my opinion on capitalism. It, it, it's the only if you look at sci-fi models. Uh, uh, what is his name? Stanley. If you like Marvel and anything, mm-hmm. I don't know if you do or not. Um, Stanley. All of sci-fi models, they're they're based upon profit. You have yes, to have a profit. you have yeah, to have yeah, a profit yeah, base. Yeah. You have yeah. to have a profit base. Otherwise, there's there's no per, there's no incentive. And the thing is, for that profit, and this is this is the this is where it gets into it, right? Because for that for that system to stay propped up, there must be the poor and the middle class. There's got to be the levels, man. You know, and yeah, it's, it's like hard. and it's, it's hard. It's well, and I I would imagine. I guess I maybe it's ideological to imagine that there would be a way to keep that alive without the poor. Because mm. obviously you can have people buying stuff and people innovating that aren't poor. Um, we need to, we need to, and I don't know if you watch Andrew Yang at all in terms of politics this year. I did, I did um, follow him and, a little bit, yeah. So I did like Andrew Yang because, um, not because of his socialistic tendencies, but because he had a human element due to his economics. Mm. So he actually looked at the economic problem in the Midwest of America that mm. dropped, uh, it dropped, a lot of jobs, millions of jobs. We lost millions of jobs. And that's why they think Trump got elected. Andrew Yang saw a deeper problem. He saw, he saw drug addiction. He saw a lot of different things that were a human problem. We, he, families got tore apart because of an economical problem. That drug addiction is almost based upon the job loss. And the job exactly, loss. Exactly, because he doesn't no, no, no purpose. These guys have no purpose. And then what he said, he said, half the guys that lose work, yeah, yeah go, go, go the ahead. Job, go ahead. The, the job loss is perpetuated by the infinite profit model because they send all the shit to China to get it made. Okay, right? And that's why I appreciate Trump. That's why I appreciate Trump is because that, that, that stuff that went to China, that happened all during Obama and it was swept under the rug. None of the media told anybody about that. And I appreciate China or Trump because he's calling it out and he's saying, hey, we got to bring back the manufacturing back to America. You know, all the medicines manufactured over there. All the electronics are manufactured over there. Not only that, not only that, but they're doing fucking intellectual fraud. They're stealing mm-hmm. our product. They're stealing our product. You guys know better than anybody. They're stealing our product, and now they're sending it to us. They're trying to send it to us. They're already selling it in their own nation, cheap as fuck. Mm. Like, and our consumerism, that capitalism, and I understand that capitalism, it's evolved to where now it's, it's a perpetual snowball. And, and I, I don't think that the world is going to have the same innovation without capitalism, but I don't think it's going to get better unless it evolves. It I has to evolve. It has to evolve, man. It has yes. to evolve. Yes, yeah. See, so one of the, and it'd be interesting to hear what you think about this, because we, we come in, a few of the boys got together to discuss this the other day. And we're like, because we're having the same problem in Australia. Like, we honestly don't manufacture anything in Australia anymore, barely yeah. anything. It's ridiculous. Why? Why? We have some of the most skilled, the most intellectual people in the world. You guys got some, we can, I, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Listen, and I've talked about this. I don't know who brought it up. Maybe it was Ben Shapiro, maybe it was Andrew Yang, maybe them together. They said, China. And I've, I think we've talked about this, but China is absolutely capitalizing on on our freedom, mm. our freedom based governments, and their uh, communistic based governments. So they basically have lack of human rights. 
they get to have people with zero zero work rights. They the zero uh, dollars per hour essentially, maybe a dollar per hour. I don't know what the fuck they pay their people to, to manufacture stuff. Probably very very little. It's as little, opposed yeah. to America, as opposed to America and Australia, who value their life, who value their freedom, who value their work, who value their 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 soul. Mm. We pay people for what they do. It's called human rights. So yeah. now we, as Americans, with human rights, with a capitalistic-based, consumerism-based society, mm. have this need. Now, the, now the capitalism has fed the need and pushed it over to over to the communist regions, yeah. who are now capitalizing on both governments because they're capitalizing on the fact that they have human rights abuse in their own government, yeah. and they're making fucking hundreds of millions of dollars on the manufacturing. Not only that, but they're making the they're making the money on the fact that we consume it. Yeah, exactly. So is is communism better now? Mm. Yeah, profitably, well, it, Prof- profitably. Which one's better? They're making money off of both governments. You can't fucking. It, it, that's so. Our idea was because we're facing the same thing in Australia, right? So, so we we. I said we need to have all manufacturing back in Australia because we're the same thing. All yes. our medical supplies, yes. all everything. It's like, no, hang on yeah. a minute. We we don't even have steel mills. We don't even have like oil refineries and shit. Like it's ridiculous, and. So not only should Australia manufacture all its own stuff, every country should manufacture all its own stuff. Once you have satisfied whatever your country needs, whatever you've satisfied, whatever your country needs first, if you have access to that, then we can talk about trade. However, if you cannot provide for yourself as an individual country, sure, you need external supplies, that's fine. But the manufacturing, the production of the product should take place on every individual countries soil not just australia not just america right right even though the countries the countries that do need the countries that do need the help they can't manufacture that product correct or, or the ones the ones that they're they're, they're just going to export or import i guess right yeah well if you I, import I, I love, material, I love it's, it's a concept it's, it's not a I perfect concept yeah and i absolutely love your model because i i love your model it actually makes perfect sense and you may have a few exceptions but that uh, that eliminates a lot of the problems that we have today in our biggest issues so take Australia for instance, right? So, and I suppose it's yeah. based on the model that it is. It, it, countries like Australia, we have the landmass, we have the skill set to make mm-hmm. sure we have. You should have. There should be a list of basic needs, right? So in your country, you should be able to provide your own oil, or at least refine your own oil. If you've energy. got to buy the yeah, yeah, energy. So oil, food, uh, you know, clothing. It's almost like a basic. It's almost like a basic human rights list. Exactly. So every country yes, needs yes, to be able to provide to a certain degree, these five to 10 things for, for the, their entirety of their population. Once you've done that, then we can trade with each other. And if you need resources, yeah. if you're a country like Australia, we've got a billion sheep, some fucking ridiculous number of sheep. Yeah. So we can go, okay, I've got some wool, right? Wearing me, wearing me cardigan tonight, actually. Uh, I've got some wool. I've yeah. got some wool. I'll give you some wool. Spencer, I know you've got some good timber over there, mate. I'll give you some wool. You give me some timber, right? And so then, and I suppose originally, like you say, the idea on its face originally was based around that. However, we got lost in, in, in money. But the thing about money, Spencer, is it doesn't fucking exist anyway. It's FUBAR. It's fairy dust. It's fucking numbers in a computer. You like it has it, physical, but it has physical backing. But at this point in day and age, I believe anymore, man. Not anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. At this, exactly. I believe it used to. I guess maybe I maybe I'll crack gold, myself here. The gold standard right. used to exist. Gone. Where, I think it's gone. Yes. Sir. You know, it, it's gone. It's numbers and in like a the fucking federal, computer. The Federal Reserve or Fort Knox in America. There's rumors that it's completely empty. 
Well, yeah, who knows? Essentially, you know? essentially, the only thing propping up the American—I don't know if this is true or not—but essentially, the only thing propping up the American dollar is is the weight of the economy and the weight that we hold worldwide. I don't know, but yes, I, I totally understand what you're saying. But from a capitalistic point of view, right? I think globally yes. we owe two hundred and fucking twenty trillion dollars to fucking who? The Decepticons? Like, do, is it the, the you know? Do we owe like do we owe money to the Decepticons? The fucking the, yep. the, who do we yep. fucking owe two hundred twenty trillion dollars to, yep. and how can yep. that be a? You know, I feel Abolish. like how, how can that be? How can that be? How can that be cleaned up? How can we? How can we actually even chip away at it? I, and that's what I something I've people always state, especially in today's politics. Um, I'm sorry that I get emotional a little bit uh, off on tangents. Uh, I like it. We're having a good time. Don't stop apologizing you, to me. Stop apologizing. Thank you. To me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Sorry, bro. Uh, you do. Don't worry about it. it again. So. Um, yeah, a lot of people get caught up in, in and I totally forgot what I was talking about. Maybe get too late. <laughs> a lot of people get caught up in the uh, in the in the debt and all that sort of stuff. We're talking about a lot of, yeah, debt so, so politics. People they like to blame president for president for the debt, right? It's so a it's this, a, it's a it's a massive problem we've all created. Exactly, and it's an exponential problem. Every single every, no, don't do that. Every single president that gets into office, his debt continues to continues to perpetuate. It's an exponential gain, a loss every time. Obama's went up exponentially. Uh, Trump's went up exponentially. So did Bush's. I mean, Bush's because of the wars. Same thing. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's not like, I, and like I, I get what you're saying. I don't know where the, where we owe the money to. I've tried to look into it. it maybe it's too beyond me. I try. I try to view myself as fairly intelligent but it may be beyond me I, i'm not sure i, I, don't, look, know I, I, I don't know either mate it, all, all i'm pointing out is that it it doesn't actually make sense you know exactly. it, it, you know do you remember the movie fight club i always think about fight club you know how they blew the buildings down and basically erased all the credit card debt it's like essentially if you had so, the right code why can't we do that you know yep, yep. so i suppose it's, it's I mean, almost like you, a white yeah yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's so hard. I'd like to. I'd like to. So the question that I put to everyone that no one can really answer is basically <laughs> is, nice. is is basically what do we do, right? So your your country, the the essentially the leaders of the free world, man, right, is is currently imploding over some ridiculous shit. Okay? Stupid dumbass. Stupid petty. Right? Stupid petty dumb shit. But I saw a thing the other day. If America saw what America was doing in another country, America would invade that country to free it from itself. Well, it depends because we we still. I, I kind of I kind of understand what you're saying. Um, tear gas isn't. We're not mustard yeah, gas. Tear no, gas is that, tear gas is a mustard gas. So yes, in Seattle we did use tear gas on our own citizens, but at the same time they tried to start their own nation. They tried to secede. <laughs> they tried to secede from the U. They tried to secede just like the South did, which yeah. a lot of people forgot were, were a Democrat-based, you know, the Republican. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, um, but, no, I, I agree with you. There's, it's hard. That's why I love, I love talking to you, bro. I, I think that collaboration is important. You have a lot of ideas that, with your perspective, would not be there. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I appreciate it. So, so what's the answer, man? Right. I think I think there's not going to be answer an answer until we can sit down with uh, a respected, humble, intelligent human being from from nations like yours and nations like mine, and and have conversation, conversation conversations like these where they actually hold substance, where they actually hold legitimate 
legislative substance. So, and honestly, I the only Knights of the Round Table, basically. You know what I mean? You have like a Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, it's a, a council. A, it's a council. It's a council. You have to have noble men. You have to trust that there's good men out there. You have to have a. But how? Exactly. How? How? Like, change. but but People the idea, change. but the idea of a man, Spencer. Okay, so one of the other thing we we focus a lot on this podcast, mate, is men's mental health. Okay, the fact that we've grown up not understanding what it's fucking really what we're supposed to be as a man, and and not feeling and not and not being not, don't go to the doctor, don't you fucking show emotion, don't you you work hard, you bottle it up, you you know like. That you say it, I'll cry. I'll cry right now. If you need me to, I'll cry right now for all men worldwide. I don't give a shit. I watch a Disney movie with my kids. Okay, so that's but something. See, I, but there's a whisper, man. There's a whisper that was yes, what right. it was to be that's a man. Right. Yeah, right? So, um, and, and, and we've purpose, lost ourselves, man. We've lost purpose, ourselves. That, that, that purpose. So I know you've watched Jordan Peterson. Yes. Yes, and I, and I just read a quote from him that was, uh, find the biggest burden in the world of your world, your world, find the biggest burden of your world that you can find and bear it. Mm, absolutely. That's what you got to do. That's the purpose. That's the purpose to life is find the biggest burden in your world and bear it. And mine would be, you know, to stay clean away from stuff that, you know, distracts me from my family and my work. Mm. And I have plenty of that stuff that, you know, at access like this. And, you know, it's, it's something that's heavy and it's something that there's no point for me to do. You know, it's just, you know, there's, there's, there's some things for, for men that, and Joe Rogan makes it, he, he kind of, he belittles the fact that it's hard to be a man. And it really is. It's not, he's like, oh, well, man, I'll just go out and just catch a fish or something. I was like, bro, I've never caught a fish in my life. I swear. <laughs> I've never, I swear to God, I've never caught a fish in my life, but I built a house. I've done a lot of manly shit that I bet that motherfucker would never have done. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, like I've walked 60 feet in the air without a tie off hundreds of times on something that's this big, this wide. Yeah, I've yeah, done yeah. it. And I've done it and I've done it risking my life. I've risked my life for my family, for money. So it's not about being a man. And honestly, I'm a sensitive person. I want, like I said, I watch a Disney movie with my kids and I'll cry. I watch Frozen and I cry. <laughs> like, like I'm not trying to be fun. Like for real though. Like it's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's a true thing. And it's, I, I agree. It's a problem. And I think it's something that, um, that we've said it, it's cliche, but be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. It's cliche. Be be yourself, man. I I had a hard problem, a hard time growing up not being myself. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, oh look, yeah, me too, man. It took I me took me a long time to figure it out. You know. I didn't. I didn't have a father. You know, I didn't have a real, my biological father is halfway across the country. It's not. It's it's something that makes me who I am, and I, and I truly do believe, and that's and that's kind of why it goes back to capitalism. Is I truly do believe that the trials, the tribulations, the hardships in your life, they do create the most successful men. So there's a cycle. There's a cycle. Uh, it goes. Uh, Hard times, uh, hard times create hard men. Hard men guy. create. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. Exactly. So this is the thing. This is the thing. Everything is cyclical. Soft times create weak men, and we're. But I think as uh, we've I lost, we we've lost sight of what it is to be a man. Like if you take a great man, yeah, a great man is uh, Elon Musk. Our, is a man. Sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize. I apologize. No, no, you're right. No, stop apologizing. <laughs> uh, Elon, so well, if I interrupt you, if I interrupt you, bro, that I feel that's disrespectful. <laughs> no, no, Elon, I mean, Elon, Elon Musk. He's not a manly man. He's not Joe no. Rogan. He's not me. He's not going to go mm. out and build a house with his physical bare hands, but he is the definition of a man. A man is someone who bears the biggest burden there is. And that, for him, was mankind. In yeah. my opinion, he wants to help mankind. I feel like there's still great people. I feel like Elon Musk is another Henry Ford. I truly feel Henry Ford 
Nikola Tesla. Thomas Edison was a two. I think he was the start of bad capitalism, in my opinion. Thomas Edison. He's a fucking thief. That's why. Exactly. He's a start of bad capitalism. But Thomas Edison, his pursuit of profit, that innovation came because he that's true. Money. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. hard. The pursuit of profit makes these great as people. Elon Musk, he wouldn't be himself if he didn't pursue profit. Yeah. He's doing it, it with Starlink. He's doing it with a lot of things. And back to the man. Sorry. Go ahead. The manliness. That the manliness. He, Elon Musk not. He's not manly. So it's our own definition of what manly is and, and the stereotypical problem. Yeah, it is a stereotypical problem. Okay. That's yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. We, we do I not. Yeah. Oh, me too, man. Hey dude, you know, yeah, look, I wanted I, to play football. I wanted to be big. I'm only five ten. I wanted to be six two. You know, I wanted to be one, 200 pounds. I'm only one seventy. I was one fifty in high school. Like, come on, we all have it. Like I wanted this big of a, you know what? I only got this big of a, you know, like, like, come on. Like we all got, exactly. We, we all got our insecurities. Um, even women, my wife to this day, she's explained things to me that, that me and you, we still wouldn't understand as, no. as men, you know, no. they, they have insecurities about, um, but, but for me and you, I think I, maybe it's cause you're fairly successful. Um, I, I don't, I, I maybe it's cause you're comfortable maybe cause you have your, I feel like maybe you're a happy person. Oh, it, look, it, and it's hard, mate. You know what I mean? It's, it, yeah. I'm, I, I fucking hate everything I do, man. Like I'm sitting here talking to you, <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, like I'm, a, I'm adjusting the like camera I'm doing, I'm fucking with shit, you know? <laughs> However, I suppose you're good at it though. You're good at it. Suppose mate, that if you, happy is an interesting term okay so yes it is you can't be happy all the time you can't walk around fucking smiling all the time like this here they think you're a fucking crazy person right <laughs> yeah life Definitely is about right. life is about contentment okay life is about are you content with what you're and doing absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely man and being able to find like what you're saying i agree with that contentment you know you're going to go through the highs like at work, I shoot myself in the hand with the nail gun. That's a three-inch framing nail. That yeah, that's not hurts. good. That's not that fun, hurts. man. And if it hits a bone, it really hurts, and you're yeah. swollen. Like, um, that fucking sucks really bad. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna smile. Like, obviously, I'm not gonna smile when it happens. But you know what? I look yeah. back at it. What am I doing now? I'm smiling. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. I shot myself in the head. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Through the fucking, it was point blank, dude. It was point blank with a <laughs> nail gun right here. Yeah, so my buddy didn't listen. My buddy worked with me for a long time, and he yeah. didn't listen to me. I asked him to do something. We were on top of a wall. Yeah. I got pissed off because he didn't listen to me. I, I got to try it this way. I got to do it this way. I was like, so I turned around with my nail gun, and I pointed it towards the woods, and I pulled the safety back as a firing nozzle. Yeah. Um, and I pulled the trigger, pulled the trigger a couple times, shot a couple of nails into the woods because I was pissed off. I needed to release a little bit of steam. The last nail in the chamber fell at like an angle, yeah. and I was pulling the safety back, and it lit straight up. I call it my take it finger, but man, this finger took that thing point yeah. blank, three, <laughs> three inch nail, bro. And oh my goodness, was I not smiling? Oh, but if but yeah, are, I under, yeah. I told, yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's it's contentment, mate. It's contentment. Yeah, you got so it. You, yes. So if you ask me now, am I happy? Yeah, I'm happy, man. I mean, I'm sitting in my studio. I'm talking to you. You know, I'm. I'm. This has been an awesome experience. Of course, I'm happy right now. You know, what, what's not to be happy about? Even even talking about the darkest subjects we're talking about. Yeah. You know, the, the cliches are the cliches, man. If you can try and be in the moment as best you can, if yeah. you can try and, you know, really be appreciative of what you've got. You know, you've obviously got a beautiful wife. You've got children. You've got a business. You know, you're doing all right, man. However, beautiful. she's trying to do a kiss face through the window too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. That was good timing. Go ahead. So it's like, how do you, we still though, 
I think there's leadership is an issue. That's what the leadership is an issue. Okay? I swear because, to you, I swear that is your gosh. If people could hear this man preach, <laughs> like, how, like I'm sorry, man. How is Joe Biden and Donald Trump the battlers? <laughs> Battle is for the leaders of the free fucking why, world. Why do man. we have to choose between two evils? Why? What? Why? And and how? And see, because of the capitalistic, materialistic, infinite yep. profit-based yep. system, right? Yep. That we, that is that has created itself and is yep. perpetuating. We see these right. men, these narcissistic psychopaths, as mm-hmm. leaders. They're not a leader's fucking little finger, man. They wouldn't. They, no. they are, they are, and I, I love, and I, I, a hundred percent, I, a hundred percent agree with you. And the problem is that capitalism created this program that we're talking about. Absolutely. It did. And I, I hate it. I hate it because I recognize that. And not a lot of people do. And I, I, I hate, I hate Donald Trump. I hate what he has done to America. I do. I love his international policy, but I hate what he's done to America. Stay the fuck off Twitter, dude. You literally should not be on Twitter. <laughs> like, How is he allowed? How is he allowed? Dude, literally, like, it should be a law. Like, honestly, I really like your, your idea of, of once you, like a per capita maybe or like a per populace like a per populace you should make a certain base amount per food you should make a certain base amount per energy you should be able to provide for yourself Mm. and then when you have extra countries like america countries like china countries like russia you know countries that are massive producers in certain you know uh precious metals like china or you know america has a lot of the culture that pushes worldwide with hollywood and stuff like that so you know all of the excess, like you're saying, that's fine. Legally push it out. But there's, there needs to be a mandate. There may be – obviously, the U.N.'s not going to force the U.S. to do anything. No. But, and honestly, the U.S. needs to make the changes itself. And I, I think they started a little bit with Obama. That's why I like Obama, especially with the EPA changes. Like, obviously, they were a little radical. Obama, People were still making is, money off. People Obama, still making money off the changes. Uh, Obama was, from our perspective, probably the most presidential president in a long time. Very well Dude, spoken. He was, he was charismatic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. However, yes, he it, was but, it, but I, I remember the fact that his platform was hope and change, and then he no change, no he, he and he blew out all the whistleblowers. He's the king of the drone strikes. Like behind well, closed and, doors, and, Obama was not. Uh, 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 people, it's, I voted so I voted for Obama. Can I tell you why I voted for Obama? Would have too. Don't get me wrong. I would have as well. I vote, well, yeah. I mean, the options available. <laughs> but I voted for Obama because I uh, personally was a carpenter at 18 years old. Mm. When you go back to 12 years ago, uh, 12 years ago, that's four-year intervals. I was 18 years old, um, and he voiced hope, change, and then his main point, his main is again the mani- manipulation of the poor. I was poor. I was making underneath 24,000. He said anybody who makes underneath 30,000 dollars a year you won't pay an income tax. And for me, that was an extra $150 a check. Mm. You know what I mean? That pays for a phone, $300 a month. I mean, think, I mean, really? for a yeah, lot so of people. That's money, like that, man. That's money, Exactly. Man. And I yeah. wasn't like, I wasn't, there was no racial thing behind it for a lot of black men. That was, I mean, this is, this is change. This is true change. For me, he was, it was change for poor people. Mm. Like, and, did, they, and, did, they, did they get followed through? Mm. It's just like, if, as if Bernie Sanders were to get elected, he's an independent, nothing would have gotten done. Yeah. Nothing would have gotten done. We that's and honestly, they stepped on Bernie. I think Bernie was the voice of the Democrats, but he got stepped on. He got uh, the Super Tuesday. They all pushed him under. They all fucking. That's the backstabbing move. That's the backstab. We choosing between eighty year old dudes. I mean, you, 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 when I'm like, eighty, honestly, when I'm eighty, I, I'm going to be on a fucking. I'm when I'm eighty, dude. I'm going to be on a balcony smoking joints and chilling yep. the fuck out. Exactly. I'm not going to have the cognitive capacity. To run a fucking country. And the man. only reason why Trump can keep up with these fucking journalists that are 30 years old is because he's doing speed. 
Yeah, exactly. He's off his top. <laughs> 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 <He's laughs> <just like, laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. It's funny. It's a, it's an ironic world, man. Um, and so what's the answer, mate? So what's the answer? Do you think building on the concept? How do we get to? Because I think both of us would probably I like don't the like, Star I don't Trek like, universe, man. You know, I don't, like, yeah, I know, and I love sci-fi, bro. I really do. I don't think that. I don't think radical change is the answer. I don't. I but how does how does change happen though? Because incremental change obviously doesn't work. Because while so we're have, waiting on incremental change, they're still making fucking a trillion dollars a day, paying five cents an hour. You know. So there's a there's a uh, there's a conservative representative for Texas. Um, his name is Dan Crenshaw. He's got the eye patch. Dan Crenshaw, yeah. Um, he 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 very specifically says. So these bills that we want to pass, you know, we're not going to agree on them. Now let's pass individual bills per each issue. Mm. You know, so basically it's about verbiage. Andrew Yang was a lot about verbiage on these laws. And, and, and I, I know it's hard. It's hard for people to sit through, but this shit mm. is the boring, the humdrum, but you guys got to get the verbiage right on your laws. Mm. It's all about language because you literally can prevent Amazon from, from getting through the loophole. I'm a business owner. I'm mm. a business owner. I know how to get through loopholes to make my money. Yeah, it's the same thing yeah. with Amazon. It's all language and the laws. If you can get through language, it's all it's all about what's written down on paper. It's a contract, mm. and the language mm. written by the politicians allows all of this to happen. The well, language- I love it because I mean, it's the same in America, isn't it? It's like, oh, we need to pass these two laws. We need to attach a thousand fucking other things to it. Why? Why? No, let's just do these one lot at a time. One. Yeah. One, not a whole fucking bill that's 70. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. And honestly, I've never really thought about it entirely until you just said it. But yes, that's the, that truly may be one of the big things is stop. It needs to be illegal to pass a bill that has 17 different fucking sections. It's yeah, one exactly. amendment. It's one yeah. amendment for one thing. Everybody's going to be able to agree on one thing. Even the left, even the right. That's what Dan Crenshaw says. He's a veteran. And I, I really like veterans. And there's Tulsi Gabbard for the left, who is a veteran. Like my Tulsi, veteran. man. Tulsi would have tore Donald Trump apart. She, and that's what I'm saying. There were so many sharks. There were so many sharks available that would have knocked Donald off the fucking market. But they chose the most cognitive fucking retard. I'm not going to say it. The most cognitive. Uh, Cognitively challenged. Life. Cognitive yes, challenge. sir. Yes, sir. He's cognitively challenged. I feel like it's already happened. I've seen people go through dementia. I've lost family members. Mm. It's not pretty. It's, I mean, honestly, it becomes a physically disgusting sight, dude. That's what's happening to him. That's what's happening to him. It, it's bad. And honestly, Donald Trump is, I can see the same thing with Donald when he comes down from his drugs. You can see when he comes down. Absolutely. You should not be. Okay. So the concept of one leader for like America or even one leader for Australia is stupid in its, in its, in its initial. Well, we do, we do have our checks and balances. I don't know if you guys do. We do have our checks and balances, but uh, at the same time, he has that executive authority that overrides half of it. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's the executive authority that we don't, we, our leaders don't have executive authority. However, or they probably do in some instances. However, um, yeah, I'm not too sure, but I mean, Okay, how do we how do we how do we make the change I know. without blood being spilled? Okay, because my con- my concern that's, that's is that's a question. That is a question. That's my question. concern is China is look if if the next world war was about to happen, if the next world war was about to happen, America let's 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 be realistic as far as numbers are concerned. It's probably got about five years until China is probably unbeatable on a, on a blow to blow basis because of their acceleration of military and stuff like that. I think that because India, I think that because uh, India 
they don't cancel China out, but I think that they have a home turf war going on. Yeah, I think. But I mean, I think. Go ahead. How? It's hard. I understand. How do we? How do we? How do we? How do we make the radical change on a global perspective without World War Three? Because if America, you know what I mean. If if America continues to implode, right, and China push, you know, like it's. Because the other other problem with your capitalistic material, the the infinite profit is you guys make a lot of your money out of guns, man. Like in in war, it's a profit model. And that's and and that and that point, there's no more innovation to be had. And I'm a capitalistic believer in innovation, and I'm not a capitalistic believer in fucking and and deception and just just straight profit. I'm a I'm a believer in capitalism because it breeds innovation. Mm. And that's what it did with Henry Ford. That's what it did with the internet. That's what it did with computers. That's the reason why we're talking. But there are evil in camera, like guns. Guns are, you know, and, and what's weird is there's reactions to, to stuff. So, like, with all this stuff with the Black Lives Matters and the protests and the Antifa, me and my wife have gotten a lot more guns. I'm yeah, I've believer. heard that. I've heard I'm not a, I'm not a believer in guns, but because of other people who have been writing homes for a, a reason that they believe in, which I'm not against. Mm. I just don't want anybody coming into my home with my family. Like I've got a shotgun, I've got a pistol. Like it's, it's, it's something that I will protect my family over. And maybe that's an American thing. Um, oh, look, but, they, yeah, well, they, they took our guns off us down here after the big, the big shooting at Port Arthur. Uh, we can get guns. In New Zealand? As, uh, no, no. In Australia. Uh, it was in what Tasmania. Happened? It was in Tasmania. It was well, their it was own. Just, it, I don't think I've was, ever heard of it. It was a mass shooting in Port Arthur. Uh, I think it was 38 people or something like that. And after that, they took our guns off us. So we can only have like, we can't have repeating rifles. So we can only have bolt action. Right. right. So, well, for, for hunting. For hunting. Yeah. For hunting. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. And I've got, I've got a bow as well. I like to shoot bows as well. I've got a, right. a right. I love bow. that. Honestly, I love that. I want to get into that. I can do tomahawk throwing. I've done that since I was probably 12. That's tomahawk cool, it's a lot of fun it's a lot actually of fun. I've, I've got a tomahawk here an american tomahawk it's and so and i guess and i guess um that individualistic people in, in the in the u.s are really they have a problem right now with the individual 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 i can't even say individualistic individualistic thank you they have a problem with that that point of view right now and they want that um they want the whole the whole point of view so um, how, so that so what's the question? So what do we do, man? How, I mean, well, and we were founded. We were founded. We have this point of free speech because of that individual. I can't say individualistic. Individualistic. I drank too much. I probably drank <laughs> oh, too yes. much. You've, you've had you've you've knocked over that bottle of lime margaritas, man. It's it's affecting your speech. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. Right. I apologize. No, I apologize. You, need, you need. It's your first time, mate. Everyone needs a bit of Dutch courage the first time around. That's what it is. It's liquid courage and a little bit of. Uh, I guess what would you call it? Some uh, flower, flower courage. There's some, some, some cannabis, legal cannabis products. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> totally legal. It's totally legal here, people. I could do it next to a police officer, and he wouldn't be upset unless I was on someone else's property. Yeah, but I so I mean, and see, it's interesting. So I've asked you the question, and you do as everybody does the same thing. It's like. Well, you got to look at this problem and that problem and this problem. That. You just There's do it no... individual one at a time. And so you, I, I, and that's what I was getting at, I guess, was you ask it for a radical change. I don't think that that is good for humanity. I don't think radical change because we've made so much progress. Mm-hmm. I don't think radical change is good for humanity. And I, and I look for Elon Musk. I look to Elon Musk. He's making changes gradually. He's made uh, Tesla electronic cars have actually bucked 
the auto industry. And I appreciate it so much because GM pissed me off. I have Chevys. I'm so fucking mad at Chevys. Fuck. But Elon Musk, I'm, I'm serious. Like, it's, um, it's something. So technically, I'd be a Chevy guy as well. We, had, we used to have Holden down here, but they were General Motors Holden. Okay, so I like GM over Chevy. I like GM because GM, they have better parts. I, I've changed starters on a Chevy and a GM, and a GM had a fucking weather housing over the starter. Yeah. But the Chevy didn't. The exact same fucking vehicle. Mm. So GM, in my opinion, they have better torque. They have better fuel efficiency. But um, that's besides the point. I, 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 don't, I honestly, it's a, it's, a hard, it's a hard world, you know. Hard, man. I, I, look, I don't think there is one answer. Um, I, I suppose. Uh, the, radical change, the radical change, I do think, is it, it may be hurtful to humanity. I think that at this point, I don't want to say cut our losses. I was literally saying this to my wife the other day about a business loss. I don't want to say cut our losses, but I think that it, it, it's about incremental change because we have had exponential technological change. Mm. So, and we have had exponential human rights and civil rights change, but people don't want to see it. People don't want to recognize it. A hundred mm. years ago, we had slaves. Mm. Like how long have we had slaves? Thousands of years. For a mm. hundred years, we haven't had slaves. And you guys want to say there's no progress. There has been progress. You guys can eat in the same restaurants as us. There is progress. I understand you guys don't think there's progress. I get it. But that's because you guys are taught that, that, that a white cop is going to look at you differently because he will. I get that. Like there's a big problem. Like there's, and I, it, I, I guess I try to. Issue with racial racial stereotyping still. Uh, right, and I, I try not to get the to, to the specifics, but but yes, there's a lot. I, I'm a white person. I don't believe necessarily that if I saw a black dude, I would treat him any differently than a white person. You know, because me and you would. Yeah, just because you're a decent guy, I think. Me and, me and you wouldn't, but there's it's hard. I have a police officer as a brother-in-law, so my white um, my white sister, she's actually a stepsister. She has married a black. African-American uh, police officer. Okay, cool. So, I mean, this is like a fairly diverse family. And this guy constantly gets called Uncle Tom. He gets called Coon from his own family because he's a police officer. Like, what the fuck? This guy is trying to make a change that Colin Kaepernick only wished he could do. Mm. He actually made a change. He's teaching his black son, my true nephew, my nephew. He's teaching his black son that police officers are good. That they help people. That they run into the 9-11 towers when there's fucking thousands, like dust coming down they try to say they 400 of them died mm. like oh, look, there are, I think, yeah i mean you talk about i think police policing in, in same as australia you know you, you don't talk about the millions and millions and millions of interactions that go perfectly fine exactly you talk, you you talk, talk about the bad ones you talk about the bad ones yes, now sir. look should there be you know i think jocko willink was on joe's podcast nice. the other day i got jocko yeah yeah, got yeah. And, and he's jocko was saying on oh yeah Oh yeah, I I um used to get up at four in the morning. He's a madman. Uh, but yeah, Jocko was saying on the JRE the other day that police officers should be training twenty percent of the time. They should be physically fit. They should know. Oh, like, I see. So on the clock, they should be training. Yeah, and yeah. that makes sense. And I understand that. I had a conversation actually with a, with, a, with my African American employee, and he said it's it's ridiculous. It takes three months, and he's actually my brother uh, brother in law of mine. Two people. And they said, it's ridiculous that you can get through the academy in three months. And I was like, I, I understand you get through the academy in three months. There are a lot of the, the stuff that they're saying, they're, they're uh, nominalizing, but they do go through a lot more training than just that. Uh, hmm. But I, I do understand there should be some sort of a cert. At this point in day and age, there probably should be some sort of a criminal justice degree. Yeah. Not maybe, not maybe a degree, but at least understand what happens to people's lives when you send them to jail for smoking pot. Mm, yeah, which is you know, fucking I, ridiculous. Yeah. And that's a definition of police brutality in itself as well. 
but it's a hard job man like i think there should be a hard job it's such a and i walked by a a group of four of them yesterday so they just uh the governor ordered a mask in in the whole in the whole state he said if you weren't if you're not wearing a mask you're in jail for 90 days and you paid a thousand dollars i straight up he ordered this he ordered this a a democratic a democratic governor ordered this out of us see see, my immediate response to that is fuck you Exactly. Fuck you. We're, we're Americans. This is free. We're a free country. Exactly. And obviously I'm not trying to get anybody sick. I'd lo- I don't want to hurt anybody. So I'm not, I'm going to put a mask on if someone asks me to put a mask. If they don't, if they don't ask me, then I won't do it. Mm. So I, I walk to this gas station. I pick up my energy drink in the morning and uh, there's four police officers. One of them's African-American. One of them's a woman. There's two white guys. So they're fairly diverse. I walk out. I go, Hey, Thank you guys for your service. I appreciate you guys. Shook one of their hands, walked inside without a mask. It's yeah. illegal. It was it was enacted yesterday, Friday. What's today? Friday. Uh, today's Friday, right? No, here, Saturday. Here's... Saturday for you. Saturday, oh, Saturday. We, okay. Yeah, we didn't mention we didn't mention that Spencer's coming to us from the past. It's Saturday night. Uh, I am his, in the past. Pro- I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am in the past. If you guys got something right now, I wouldn't know about it for a while. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's three o'clock on a Sunday here, and it's like nine. O- 10 o'clock on a Saturday there. Yeah, 10, 14, 10, 14 right now. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, I walk by these guys and I go, you know what? My brother was in the military. Um, mm-hmm. and I understand what these guys sacrifice. Honestly, they do it for some personal reasons, but they also do it for the betterment. Like my brother's a good human. He, he went to I, uh, Afghanistan for, for everybody. Mm. Um, at least that's what he thought. You know, obviously you got to follow your orders. But anyway, I, I, I was like, thank you guys for your service. I walked in without a mask. It's, it was legally required by the governor. Mm. to walk into these stores with the mask and i walked in the store got my energy drinks i walked out these guys were like oh man blah blah blah. i was like please guys stay safe especially with what's going on drive safe blah blah blah. have a good day and they're like you too love you basically like it's and that's the thing you you approach people with respect 99.9 percent of people are going to approach you back yeah yes sir yes sir people think there are there's respect or not respect first of all there's levels of respect Mm. so respect goes Everybody's a human. You should have a basic level of human respect. That means treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Don't, Isn't that the know, golden don't. rule, man? That's the golden That's the rule, rule of every religion. Every religion. Exactly. Yeah. Every religion. So treat everybody the way you want to be treated. And then there's more respect when it comes to credentials or merits. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. mer- merits, like when, it's called a meritocracy. I just learned this the other day. It's called a meritocracy. It's actually a system based upon merits. Mm. It's a system or a government based upon merits, which is I thought what we lived in. Apparently we don't. Mm. But respect is not only something that should be mutual based upon human life but a respect is also something that's earned we've also heard that respect is given it's earned not given absolutely yeah absolutely. you know what i mean so it's also earned upon merit so there's levels of respect that people really don't understand especially the younger entitled generation the entitled culture is what i what we call it here it's yeah well entitled. i think what the, what they did i mean and they, they did it to the generation below me basically where they taught them all their rights but none of their responsibilities so they Correct. fucking right so it's like you know, you're obviously hard working. Like, you know, I did. A, I had a paper out as well, mate. When I was when yep. I was a teenager. Good for you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, I've I been think. working. I've been working since I was twelve. You know, that's yep. that's the reality, right? You have to do something, otherwise you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty simple. If you're sitting around, next thing you know, you're hanging out with bad people, or next thing you know, you're 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 fishing illegal uh, animals, or this or that, or this or that. Mm. Idle hands do the devil's work, mate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but if, I heard that honest, I love sayings. I love quotes. Thank you for that. Thank you. I will. <laughs> idle hands do the devil's work. Yeah, absolutely. Thank and you. I appreciate that. I love that. I've lost my train of thought. Uh, these kids, these kids with the entire culture. Yeah, the you know? kids, man. Like, uh, 
and these these are the people that are the these are the squeaky wheels man these yes, are the sir, squeaky they are wheels the 5%, the 5%. Yeah, yeah exactly it's like i don't know what happened in western society when we because like at the original capitalist the, oh. the original society that was founded we we the majority ruled now it's the minority yeah. now i'm not yeah. saying there's not you know, it's not minority like color. It's not minority like color. It's minority as in the underwhelmed, the under, yeah, the under yeah, yeah, the majority. The majority yes. rules. Everybody yes. wants to be cool, then we be cool. Yes. Now, and the thing 56 about fifty-six means fifty-six. Yeah, yeah. The color, the color, the creed, the religion, the sex. Guess what? There's fucking assholes and bitches in every single color, creed, religion, anything you want to talk exactly. about. Exactly. That, exactly. That's the human condition. Right. It's trash. There's white trash. There's black trash. There's yellow trash. There's... It doesn't matter, right? Every 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 that's race has human. a stereotype. That, absolutely, <laughs> that's being but, human. If yes. we could, it, and you're right. There's respect earned, but I think what we've lost is the basic human respect. A basic human respect, correct? We have to have that. And in America, the politicians that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, that Mitch McConnell, those people who have been in office for 50 years that you mentioned. I love you for doing that. I really love you for doing that because a lot of people mm. need to hear that shit. That's ridiculous. The president has a two-term limit, but these motherfuckers who actually pass the bills have fucking no-term limits. Mm. This is ridiculous. These people are millionaires and they're doing it off the system. And yeah, you guys exactly. can't see yeah. it, but yeah. you can see it. I appreciate you for seeing that because nobody else in America at least can see it. Nobody mm. can see it. A few people. I take mm. that back. A few people. Mm. But yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's how do you... It's fuck. It's it's a difficult one, man. It's a difficult. It is difficult. It's a difficult one. I I do see a problem, I, and I don't I don't agree with the radical change just because I guess the word radical maybe. I agree with change. I agree with change. That's the thing. So so let's take let's take the riots. Uh, sorry, not the riots. The protesting that was happening in America. I completely, <laughs> there was both. There was both. <laughs> I completely agree with the protesting. I don't yes, have... sir. Absolutely. There's police brutality, and it was based most likely. I don't know. One officer was Asian. One was black. Out of the four there, but so, at the same time, there's police brutality, and there is racism in police brutality today. There is. No, and I've, I've got no problems with how they're protesting. However, yes, the riots is ridiculous. That's different. That's different. Smashing people's shops and taking their shit because it's not yours. That is not cool. Don't no, fucking a... don't fucking do that. Like That's these, a good way to, first, it's a good way to get shot in America. Absolutely. But yeah, it's and, the American dream, the little shop with the stuff and all the things. That's what and, I have, bro. And that's why I bought the guns because I'm a small business owner. That's yeah. the American dream, like you said, like yeah. you just said. That's yeah. why I bought my guns. So, so how, how are these people that are fucking riding? Oh, let's destroy the fucking, let's destroy the shops. These shops are barely holding on because of the coronavirus. Right, no one's been in there for fucking then, months. Not only that, not only that, but then nobody blames these protests or these riots for the COVID expansion or the COVID outbreak in America right now because we're having a surge, but nobody's gonna blame the racial riots where none of these people are social distancing. Of course, yeah. That's what did you think was gonna fucking happen? <laughs> oh man, this is fun. Yep, it's unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. And it's. And honestly, I'm not, I don't, I really don't like conservatives. I don't like Republicans, but they're the only people who make sense in this whole situation. But do they? Is that, is that, because uh, we're the same, man. I've got, I've got Labour or Liberal. And realistically, we have. Well, obviously, we, obviously we know they we know they have their agenda, but yeah, it's the only that's... way, we know they have their agenda, but it's in my opinion. And obviously, I, like I say, I don't like to lean, but like I am leaning, I am leaning and I'm not going to be dishonest. That would be that would be disingenuous, and that would obviously be lying. 
I do lean towards the conservatives only because they don't put that fucking disingenuous. How can you in good conscience vote for Joe Biden? Exactly. Well, exactly. But at the same time, how can you vote for Donald? I want to <laughs> jump off a cliff. I want to jump off a fucking cliff. <laughs> Fuck, man. Like, honestly, Donald Trump's done a lot, a, decent, a couple of good things for America. He stood for, for uh, the, the, we need a small amount of nationalism. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, and patriotism, I suppose, is probably the better. That's word. a better word. That's a better word. Thank you. Thank you for changing that. I appreciate that. Yes, no, patriotism is a better word. Nationalism can lead to bad things, especially fascism. Mm. So, um, but the only people in America right now that have any patriotism are conservatives. Mm. Mm. And uh, I, my brother was a veteran. He served in the army and maybe that's fine. People on the, people on the left, they can view me how they view me. My brother died, um, just a couple of years ago. He didn't, he didn't die in, in service. Uh, mm. He passed away from an overdose, but he did sacrifice the reason why I believe he was doing drugs. I was just going to so, say, is that a result of his PTSD? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He had a lot of, he had a lot of problems and the problems were, uh, the problems were the Obama administration's perpetual uh, affairs. Yeah, exactly. And I know, and I know. You know, my brother, my brother made his own choices. He's a big boy. Trust me, he's my older brother. But it's weird that I've actually lived more days on this earth than my older brother. It's a hard thing to say for any man. Yeah. Wow. Um. Wow. So, that that being said, the the guy he followed his CEO. Um. You know, his CEO told him to go over there. His CEO was running away like a little coward. Mm. typical of our leaders mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um running away like a coward and and him and his his boy they they cross an alleyway or a hallway or a doorway which is a death a death alley is what it's called the death death way it's not a doorway it's a death way mm-hmm. in the military uh so he's done this he's done that you know you can't disobey your ceo otherwise mm-hmm. you you know you're dishonorably discharged so i i truly believe that the sacrifices that our boys make your boys make them too for the coalition yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that they should not be invaded. I think that the fam- the families, they are a minority as well. I think that they should be heard. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, and that's that, and the problem is, is 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 the many levels to this, you know. So like, you, you talk about Afghanistan. Why the fuck are we still there? That's a good question. We're, 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 we're actually. Do, I'll, 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 I'll tell you why we're still there, mate. Is they have the biggest poppy farms in the world. And where do you think? Big pharma, baby. Big pharma, Mr. Obama. And then, and then the next one so, is honestly, where, bro, where do honestly, you think? Where do you think most of the world's lithium and rare fucking metals come from? They're in Afghanistan. So if we're gonna be there militarily, let's just be honest about why the fuck we're there, yeah, right? Exactly. Just like, just like Donald Trump was like about the 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 oil fields in Syria. We're there for the oil. We're gonna protect the oil fields. Just say why we're there. That's why I dislike the Democrats right now. Just say it. Just yeah. say why we're there. Just please be transparent. Nice. Everybody That's, knows. No and, and honestly, the, the conservatives do it too. They lie about shit. I'm not mm. saying they don't. I just think they lie a little slightly less. And mm. it sucks that we got. It sucks that we got to choose between the two. Um, I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to be in your position. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> because oh, man, because I remember when Donald Trump got elected president, I was like. What the fuck just happened? This is uh, this is proof we're living in the Matrix or what? Like it's someone's a fake on world. This is someone's on a out. someone's on a computer going, yeah, this will fuck with them. Let's make Donald the whole world, and that's what it did. Four years later, look what happened. Like yeah. nothing, nothing that everybody predicted happened, mm. but everything that they di- didn't predict happened. Like nothing. In, like we're in, sa- in in saying that though, I honestly believe that if Hillary had got in, we'd probably be in World War Three right now. 
I do too. Also, I do. I don't like her. She was she was truly maniacal. And she's a demon from another fucking dimension. Thank you. She's killed, in my opinion, her and Don, they send plutonium to Russia. Yeah. They truly send plutonium to Russia. Nobody knows about it. Her, her and Bill are fucking, they're crazy, man. They're, yeah, and honestly, I've heard a lot of weird stuff online. I try not to get into it. I try not to get into it unless I can get some real facts. Mm. I'm, a phys- I'm a physical person, but... Um, mm. Well, mate, we've we've been talking for a little while. Let, let's 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 talk about something else before we before we wrap it up. Yes, uh, so what? So because you actually where those where the water ran through off the ice caps and stuff like that, you know, let's 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 dive back into some of the esoteric stuff. Where do you where do you lie with that stuff? Do you are you with us where you think an advanced civilization existed thirteen thousand years ago? Do I do. That? I do. I think so. My grandfather, my grandfather, I'm sure you've heard of Coast to Coast Radio. Yes. Oh, so my grandfather was huge on Coast to Coast Radio. He believed in uh, Atlantis. He believed in Lemuria. My grandfather is the same men- uh, guy I mentioned who died of lung cancer earlier. In the- okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so this guy got me, he got me absolutely fascinated. The same grandfather, his wife, who was a, uh, she was an art history major and she studied the Renaissance in Italy. Yeah. Uh, so I truly had, in my opinion, I had more of a cultured background than most Americans. <clears throat> that's that's a, that's a very diverse, very diverse yeah, knowledge exactly. base. Exactly, and plus, and plus with the work ethic that I have and the contractual background, that came from a whole other sect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I truly do believe, well, in, in my opinion, I know geology, and I, the ge- I know the geological history of the earth, and there's been so many, um, I don't know the technical geological term, but large chasm, essentially what happens. Large Cataclysm. chasm. It, it, yeah, well, there's cataclysms, but a, a chasm as well, where, where essentially, you know, tectonic plates, you know, they open up and yeah, yeah, they, they move. Yeah. And, and yeah, they, they go move. together. Yeah. They go together, yeah. make mountains, you know, they go side to side, they open up. So what happens, what happens when one opens up really, really wide? Mm. Yeah. Well, that, well, it, it, it'll, it'll suck everything in. That's basically correct. So there's no, yeah. there's no archeological history to be had if it's inside of the early mantle. Absolutely. That, and there, there's, right. a percentage, there's a percentage of that as well, mate. There's a percentage of that as well. Correct. So there's something called circumvention. Yeah. Um, uh, it happens in the sun, the, and it happens in a shower. When I mean, you take a shower every night, when your hot air goes up and your cold air goes down. It happens in the earth. It happens in the earth. That happens with our crust. That mm. crust has been circumvented multiple, multiple, multiple times. So Good. our archaeological history, exactly. Our archaeological history can only go so far, so far back without it being destroyed. Mm. So even the stuff that we have is only just a blink of what mm. has actually been there. Mm. Mm. So yes, in my personal opinion, on the larger scheme of things, there has to be. On the smaller scheme, uh, the cataclysmic, uh, cyclic nature of what Graham Hancock mentions, especially in my region with the Columbia Basin uh, via the, the glacial flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Essentially, well, I, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with it being a, a comet or a, an impact, but it could be, it could be a large number of things. I mean, um, I've heard of many other theories, but but I think his is probably the most plausible. Um, it makes the most sense. I've, I, it and really does. Honest, He's done. Yeah. yeah, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've 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 heard, I've I've researched most of it, you know. So I, I've I've looked and, into the alternates and how I sort of base it. Again, I don't know fucking anything, Spencer. Don't listen to me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, but at the same time, you're a rational, sensible person, and you have a different perspective than mine. And you're done your own research. I will take everything you say with yeah. respect with respect yeah. i'm not yes. going to something that i haven't thought about however exactly the same. and i'm the same way i'm the same way yes sir so it, it he's randall carlson graham hancock 
their theory makes the most sense. There is growing amount of evidence for it. You know, uh, I suppose, like we said, mate, it's prophetic time. So potentially with, you know, I'm not too sure if you listened, I did an episode on pillar 43 at Gobekli Tepe. Have you seen it? You heard about Gobekli Tepe? I have, I've heard about Gobekli Tepe. I haven't listened to that one episode of yours. Honestly, I need to catch up on more of your episodes because I, I really like them. That's totally fine. However, this, there's, there's a, there's a pillar 43 and basically it's a star map. Okay. That's one of the interpretations of that pillar is that it's a star map and the stars match, match four dates, 18,000 years ago, 12,800 years ago, which is the time of the cataclysm, 4,000 years ago and today. And basically it was a fall of the Egyptians. There, there you go. And then today, and you know, the message is basically look to the stars, man. You know, like as we speak, it really is. It as really we speak, is. as we speak, Spencer, you realize we're going through the Torrid media stream as we speak here today. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, I do. I do know that. Yep, I've noticed. Uh, um, and it's funny that that's funny that you say that. Uh, I love astronomy so much. It is literally the reason why we're probably talking right now is the reason why I've, uh, as a young child, I feel like I didn't really have culture. I learned culture, but I didn't really uh, absorb it. I didn't have the, the uh, thirst for enlightenment, which you seem to have and which I seem to have right now. We want to learn everything. And what's so funny is I, uh, someone once told me that heaven would be pure enlightenment, right? Mm. Like imagine someone's heaven. Like for for me, it would probably be pure enlightenment. Obviously, my family would be there, and everyone else physically, you know, nirvana. But pure enlightenment to me, you know, that that is heaven. Pure enlightenment, knowing everything. Um, the cosmological scale, the cosmological scene is hard to. Uh, there's so many things that we don't know. We only know what we've been taught over the last uh, right before our amnesia. You know what I'm saying? Well, 13,000 years, man. And I think that the problem, I think the, one of the overarching problems, if you think about all the things we've discussed today, one of the overarching problems with the human race, uh, that the human species is our hubris. We think we're pretty fucking good. Right. But yeah. I think, you know, our problem we've is probably been better. We've probably been better. Yeah. We're not as good as we think we are. And we think right. we're better than we are. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? So look at the Germans, look at the Germans. They thought they could take over the world. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, and I really, really, the German Empire is such a such a good histo- historical learning learning point for everybody, but nobody goes back to it and listens and learns. Like mm. his, his German has Germany has so many like they're really really smart people. They're very 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 smart. They're one of the smartest. I'm German myself. I'm German and English. Okay, like, you know, yeah. like you probably have some German in you back in the back in the back back in the day, mate. Possibly, I'm not sure. A Greek, Greek, English, Scottish. So Mediterranean and English, probably. Yeah, Mediterranean no, English, yeah. That's cool. I got a buddy who's Spanish, uh, a Spaniard. He's actually an American English, but he's Spaniard back in the day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I mean, a lot of Europeans, they, a lot of the European things, I, it was, they have very, very, not, I don't want to say good intentions, but they have a lot of good traits. Mm. They have a lot of good values, but they, they just have the, the one bad leader. They've got the one or the bad government set up. They've got this or they've got that. And, yeah. and I like to tell everybody that, that that transition to communism or socialism is always based on Stalin sold his people on communism by socialism. He said everything's going to be socialist, mm-hmm. but it actually turned into communism. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, that, 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 that astrological problem that 
that we run into that cyclical problem is I don't think it's hard. It's hard. It's you love watching the movies, the 2012 movies or the, you know, the, the, the weird movies where you see all the volcanoes or the you know, Dante's peak, you see these geological events, but at so, Vesuvius hey, in Italy, it's scary, man. You're going to learn. See my, my, one of my problems is this, is that the human species unfortunately does not learn without contrast and challenge okay if yeah we're, if, right, right. if if we're to wake up on a global scale we need an existential threat. we need it but we but we need an existential threat to learn yes sir yes sir you're right and that that's where it goes to your point and and i see to you and that that radical change takes the existential threat existential threat yeah like how do we do, how, I, yeah yes I do, at, the, I, I at, the, at the moment, we're our own threat. But if we face, in, well, I think it's one of Reagan's speeches before he lost his biscuit. He um, <laughs> his biscuit. He was a great, in my opinion, he was a great economical, you know, businessman. You know, at least but, in terms of a nationality. But but yeah, he just lost it. What, what what we'd say in Australia, he just lost his biscuit towards the end. There, he didn't didn't quite know what was going on. Yeah, um, however, one of his speeches, he's like, how from a global perspective. It's the one that the alien people hang on to. It's, it's uh, um, how would we get over our petty problems if we face an existential threat from another planet? Like we, we need something to bring the planet together as one in order to make the change. And now they're so small. All of these problems are so small that it becomes nationalistic. And yeah, now well, it becomes well, it, Yeah, well, it's the, because the, the, the problems are Instead bullshit, man. The instead of existential threat, instead of existential threat, like we're saying, our cosmological threat, which could bring us together. Absolutely, it could bring us together, man. Or if we just, yes, even if we just understood, right? Just understood, mate. Even if we exactly, and that's part of that, that that enlightenment, man. It really goes, and I don't. Maybe that's maybe that's the definition for these young men that need some sort of some sort of course or some sort of purpose. Enlightenment makes you a man. Being able to hold a conversation with mm. another intelligent human across mm-hmm. the world that mm-hmm. makes you a man uh, and, not just and, having big muscle and having differing opinions having differing opinions like we've discussed different exactly. opinions and no yes, one's sir. got ang- no one's got angry no one's no exactly. one's exactly you we know? respect each other as men you we have different perspectives and there is truth and there is honesty and there is um there's true physical backing behind the opinions your yeah. your opinions are have true substance and honestly i i have never truly thought about the uh I, I love your your governmental. It's a I don't want us to call it a cap system, but yeah, it's but a the con- yeah, the concept, yeah, the yeah, concept, and then yeah. maybe if you could label that, maybe if you label that, then maybe we could build upon it. But yeah, I I I, I love it. I think it's and I hate labeling. Labeling is so bad. That's that identity shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's the only way that it's going to get implemented, and that's the problem that we go back to is it, it seems like we're just spinning our wheels, even when we do have a good a good thing. It seems like we're spinning our wheels and. Yeah, this has been an absolute honor. So, well, mate, uh, I got, I got. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just going to go to my bookcase. So I've got three warrior wisdom books that uh, I use, and they're 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 a bit kooky, right? So, what I'm going to, I want a final, I want a final word off you. So just have a think about what your final statement is, and then I'll I'll grab a book, and then we'll get back into it. And what will happen? And I. Basically, what these books do is we've just sat and had a conversation for what two hours, I think, roughly. Now that's pretty good. Uh, we're yeah, gonna it was all ad lib. Congrats, that was very, very good. Very good for you. 
grab the book, Dan. We're going to open it up, and I bet you it sums up everything we talked about. So I'll just grab Shut a book. Up. I'll, I'll just Shut wait. And, up. No, wait and Can see. I, okay, so this is this is a, hold on. Can I give you something an American thing? Yeah, this is something that friends do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. That's gonna be awesome. If this okay, so uh, yeah, give me. I'm let me. Give, to... Yeah, have have it. Take a second to think about your final word. I'm just gonna grab a book. Hang on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm back, mate. So listen, thanks very oh, much, man. That was quick. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks for, thank thanks very all. much, man. It's been really, really good. So final word, mate. Have you got anything final word for our listeners? Um, you want to give me about 30 seconds, 45 seconds? 35, 45 seconds? Yes, yeah, sir. No, no, no that's got... fine. That's cool, man. That's cool. I can, I can fill the space. That's what I do. So yes, sir. Yes, look, sir. man, I think it's been really excellent to get... Uh, an opinion from the other side of the planet. And it's been a privilege to have you on there on here today. And look, I'll probably release this straight away. So I'll put an intro together. This will be released inside the next two days. Okay. So uh, I think it's important to get this one out straight away. Uh, If you would like to be, I would love to have you as our, uh, the the UTC American correspondent, mate. Would you like to? (laughs) (laughs) It's an honor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a good label, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I can give you an up to date. I can give you constant uh, whenever you need it once a month, once every three months or whenever you're cool. I can yeah. give you the, update, the updated American perspective. Yeah, I think so, man. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool for you to do that. And uh, yeah, it's been awesome to have you honestly, on, man. And it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Hell yeah. So yeah, honestly, I think the, the words that sum it up, honestly, I didn't think about it at all. Um, but off the top of my head, I'm just going to say that don't, please, please, people don't, don't hate someone because they're from a different country. Please, please don't hate someone because they're a different color. Please. This is not what the world needs. The world needs love. The world needs this right here. Um, I damn near going to start tearing up talking That's about it. Uh, love is, yeah. love is the answer, man. Love is the answer. It really, it really is. Honestly, my kids, I've never been happier than having kids. My wife is, is Filipino. Uh, race doesn't mean a thing. No. Um, love is love, man. Love is love. Exactly. Exactly. Just, just please. We're all, we're all humans. Uh, we've got hope out there. There's, there's a lot of hope out there. So just, I just, we could probably leave it at that. Mm. So this is the book, right? So you can see me. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to open it up to a page. <laughs> okay. So two things. You must carefully consider the merits of any action. And if then you take the good and leave the bad, your mind will naturally become more virtuous. (laughs) And then the second one, a wise man in great or small matters must act with due consideration, whether attacking a hare or an elephant, the lion has no time for indecision. See, that did that not He's just not talking about a cunt here. He's not talking about a cunt here, though, right? <laughs> that was good, bro. That was really good. That was awesome. That not just sum up the whole thing that we were just talking yes, about. Sir. Yeah, yes, I don't know, yes, man. Wisdom, we need we need wisdom with our leaders, and uh, I forgot what that first one was. What did that first one say? Oh, I put it down. It's it. uh, Fine, you got it recorded. You got it recorded. It's got it recorded, man. It's all good. Yes, it's all sir. good. It's cool, man. Yes. So, well, mate, I'll. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Thanks very much, dude. I'll. Yeah, 
I'd give you yeah, a hug, man. man a, a virtual fucking... I know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> Honestly, if you ever come to America, bro, come try out the, the marijuana. Oh, don't you worry, mate. I'll be there. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks right, very have much. A good, have a good night. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. It's gonna rule the population